You have, to like, you have to like make up a whole list of diseases that you didn't actually have and yeah, get like really yeah. dramatic with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They came in and they told me I had HIV and AIDS. It was uh, pretty bizarre. <laughs> real, real double baconator of uh, terminal well, like, illnesses like there. The, like the precursor and the full blown at the same time. They had no idea how that yeah. was possible. <laughs> yeah. Like we didn't think that was possible, but uh, you figured out a way. Yeah. Like HIV progresses into AIDS, but somehow <laughs> got both you still have yeah. both. Yeah. You must have got HIV twice and one like was, uh, you know, an early one's bloomer. hanging back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One's a, one's a late bloomer. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Der- Derek's butthole fell off, and they we spent the last two weeks looking for it. We couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Left it at the bar. Embarrassing, right? Just mm-hmm. on a stool, stuck there, all dried out, like a sun-dried tomato. Yeah, no one <laughs> even reported it to the bartender, because they weren't sure what it was. Yeah. You know, like, bartender's uh, like, I'm sorry. Normally, when I see, like, a, an old wallet or an old asshole sit on the stool, I, I put it behind the bar, and I save it, and yeah. I try to find a number to call, but yeah. this time... Nothing. Just couldn't go anywhere near. Well, well, I don't blame the, him. The bus boy it's said he saw it, but he, th- he thought it was High fried mileage. calamari. You know what I mean? He was like, I'm not touching <laughs> touch- This is COVID time. Someone might have had that in their mouth. I'm not touching it. It was an asshole. Fine. But mouth? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Ask right, the mouth right, is right. okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, and, it, then, and then the bartender, you know, unironically said, that little stinker really <laughs> got under the radar. That was a real stinky dinker, if you ask me. <laughs> real slippery dinker. Uh, um, now that we're just doing it, I, I, I just listeners, uh, our, our beloved listeners, all not lend me you, your ears. Uh, lend me your ears. Uh, we took off two weeks, not because we're slacking. We took off two weeks because I was in the hospital uh, for something that's totally done, totally okay now. Everything's good. We're looking good. We're feeling good. So I apologize personally. Uh, you can you can hang me by my entrails and parade uh, my apologize. corpse in the street. Yeah, you don't have to um, apologize. But happy to be back. Happy to be here. Uh, and now next weekend, I'm <laughs> going to be having my kids. So, <laughs> hey, yeah. surprise. Congratulations. So, uh, also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very excited. Very excited. So I think that we're going to do like an early episode this week or something. We didn't figure out all the details so that we're not missing oh, yet another episode. But uh, that's why we uh, missed a couple weeks there. And and look, I mean, we don't even if even if we got paid to do this, it still wouldn't matter because life gets in the way. So, you know, I mean. Literally, we recorded episode 30, and the day after is when you went in the hospital, like the day after that yeah. night, and we were very concerned about Derek, and obviously, you know, we were like, who gives a shit about a podcast episode when one of our uh, friends is in the hospital, uh, and then of course, you know, they're, they're about to be in Kid City, so yeah. that's exciting, those are exciting times. Yeah. And of I course, was the one to- day, like for months, I've been looking forward to Mass Effect Legendary uh, Edition, and the fucking day it comes out, I'm hospitalized for a week. So I didn't even get to play it when I got home. It was a nightmare. It's the worst part about yeah. it, really. Yeah, I played was it that the worst really part about it? Or was playing play through Mass Effect time. 1 the worst part about it? Oh, you oh, save God. it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, we're very happy to all be back. Uh, the three of us got to see each other in person uh, for the first time since yeah. we started the podcast uh, yesterday. So we're still all kind of on yeah. uh, cloud nine from the peepees that got touched yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we did nice touch to each other's peepees. Yeah. We, we tied them in yeah. a knot. It was like a rat king of cock. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> but our guts were in the way, so we couldn't even properly untie it. It was really yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on our Twitter bio the rat king of cock. <laughs> People, people, people who don't know what a rat king are going to be really confused. It's when there's so many rats covered in filth living in the sores of London around the time of the Black Plague that they would, they would become entangled. Their tails and their fur become entangled. They become 
one sentient mass with it, 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 have you ever seen stuck on you with Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear it's it's like that <laughs> but but somehow somehow less endearing than that piece yeah. of shit movie was <laughs> oh shit that's fantastic i that's did get back. Mm-hmm. i did get a a surprise butt slap from Derek at one point that i was it's not true. expecting and that's i was true. talking to my wife and i was like oh yeah i did ooh, it in front of one her. my co-hosts <laughs> yeah i was like Derek just touched my butt I just want to say that the... Uh, I waited the, until you were in front of her. I just want to say that the baby shower yesterday was a, a wonderful time. It was so good to see yeah. old friends and to see all of our, our friends we haven't seen in months. But it was also uh, it was also something that reaffirmed my faith in Pullout Gang. There were so many kids running around and be- beating the living shit out of <laughs> yeah. each other. I had so many panic yeah, They had attacks. like baseball bats and shit. Yeah, kids, yeah it was or crazy. Or beating bushes yeah. with baseball bats. Kids, kids yeah. terrify me. I'm not going to lie, guys. I, I, love, I love your son, Chris. Your, your son was an absolute <laughs> angel. The entire yeah, fucking hilarious. day. And I can't wait to meet your baby boy, Derek. I'm sure I'm going to love him as if he is my own son, because I'm never having a yeah. fucking kid. I am pull out gang for life, boys. Yeah. But this, Chris, this Chris's son was a dick to me, and it made me like him. <laughs> he snubbed me like real bad. Chris is like, don't you want to say bye? And he's like, no. And he just turned around and walked away. I was like, yeah, all right. See ya. That's he's playing hard to get, man. <laughs> Derek's not kidding. He didn't like he didn't like shake his head or just turn around. He actually said no. Yeah. And then turned around and walked away. Uh, what a little badass. In his, in, in his little baby back bitch ass defense, uh, he was we played he played hard as shit yesterday with the kids. Yeah, he was going. And he was very tough. I'm surprised he wasn't more of an asshole by the time we left, but he was pretty good. He's he's an odd kid, and it makes him funny to watch because he just go, he does his own thing most of the time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this is not podcast conversation. You know, it is uh, weirdly calling out your friends who listen because, you know, they might get a smirk out of being mentioned. So, uh, Matt G., thanks for listening, buddy. Nice thanks, to know Matt. you. We you love always you, pay attention. Oh, yeah. 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 Appreciate you, Matt. I just also like to give a, a quick shout out to Brandon C who, oh, who I know, right, who I know right, listens right, right. as well. So thank you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I feel like I should yeah. do a shout out now, but I can't think of anyone. So let's just let's just edit. Let's it out. pretend that, let's uh, pretend that Peeb every word I just said is bleep. Yeah, Christine, right? Thanks, Peeb. Yeah, Christine, Christine, of course, Christine. Thanks for listening, Christine. Thanks for being patient. We're back. We're back at it. We're doing it. Yeah. We're feeling it. We're living it. And I still believe that Long John right. secretly listens because he always brings up topics from the podcast like a does. week later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah now, now he's going to offhandedly mention in chat like, do you guys ever ever mention your friends' names while you're recording your episodes? No, <laughs> yeah. it's just something I was what... thinking of. <laughs> yeah, we, we know what you're doing. You big, beautiful bastard talking my ear off yesterday. It was lovely to see you, too. Anyway. <clears throat> Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cynical Nerd. This is episode 31. 31. We are so happy to be back and we have some things to talk about. We actually kept the doc a little loosey-goosey in Week in Review because a lot of stuff's happened over the last two weeks or so, two and a half weeks. Like Derek was saying, we're going to probably record one early this week so that we have another one out next week. And we didn't want to blow our load this week, just in case, just in case it's a quiet couple of days between now and, uh, you know, Thursday or whenever we record. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, we have a couple of things to dig into. Um, one, two, three, four, five main topics. We have more that we actually scooted to next week just to make sure we had next week covered. Some of these main topics, these are a little different than usual. We have not all seen everything in this list for a litany of reasons. Um, one of which is Scott's disdain for Mass Effect. Uh, the other is the fact that Scott has a movie pass and the free time to go to the movie theaters to see things like Spiral from the Book of Saul, and, and Derek and I haven't been able to do that. Yeah. 
Um, you know, so we're we're gonna just talk about what we think. I, I don't care if things from that movie are spoiled. I don't Me care neither. about horror movie spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Like to the max, don't care. Okay. So have fun. Oh, um, can't wait. You know, I will remind shit. you so, gently that we did establish a moratorium on Mass Effect spoilers, though, a couple of months ago, just because I've somehow slipped through the cracks and I don't know how the third one ends to this day. So. Oh, fancy. I'm just still in the middle of the reminder. second one. Me too. Uh, yeah. Because and we'll talk about it. But yeah. the, I just uh, they they put so much content in two as opposed yeah. to one. They, they were just like, oh, you guys like the, the cast and crew? About 13,000 more of them. And they all have loyalty missions to complete. It's very true. Anyway. Uh, so let's start off our weekend review. This just happened, actually. So Dying Light is a mm. game that came out. Oh, Jesus. Uh, 2016, I believe it came out. Yeah. Um, it was pretty successful. The developers, Techland, did a really good job of releasing content uh, on a great release schedule. They had a, a couple great uh, expansion packs. One of them was vehicle combat based. Yeah. Uh, they did like a death arena. They, they have like even when I logged in to replay it because spoiler alert, seeing this announcement, maybe want to play the original. Um, as soon as I logged in, there was community events, um, like literally like help contribute to this massive worldwide kill zombies number, which was kind of fun. Um, just a lot of stuff. So they were kind of lauded for the first one. Everyone's it's very positive reviews on steam. And the second one was highly anticipated and got pushed. Uh, it was, wow, Jesus. I don't even know when two was announced at this point, it was a while back, it's been, more than it's a year. It's been about two years, I think at least That's two years. Yeah. And they announced it got pushed, but they didn't announce it in the good way, right? They it was indefinitely delayed, and we were we were you know told that it was not the bad indefinitely delayed, and they still uh, were going to release it, but that the pandemic kind of shifted their priorities. They weren't sure, right. you know, how or when they were going to get to finish it and work on it. So a couple of days ago, we got the official word that's going to be December seventh of Fair this enough. year. Uh, they came back. They honored their promise. I'm very excited. So. I like to start off. You guys, go ahead. No, no, no. By all means, finish. Can I finish? Why? Well, I, I, I can't finish until you do. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, well, I was actually right in the middle of saying. Um, so you know, I reinstalled it and started playing it, but I'm curious to see. You know, we talked loosely about it and and sort of like the the interest or non-interest in it. And um, Scott, how'd you how'd you feel about that first baby boy? I absolutely loved it. Uh, I could say that on console, the uh, the co-op was very very shoddy. It had a lot of connection issues. I'm not sure if it was hosted peer to peer or if that's what it currently is, but I heard it has a it had a much better multiplayer mode on PC, like way more. Yeah. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, stable, way more, stable. way way more yeah. stable uh, network connections and things like that. I'd also like to applaud them for doing the right fucking thing and saying we don't know in this in this time where there's so many uncertainties, we can't give you a date when it's ready. It'll be released. I wish more companies had the balls to do that because the fan base yeah. may have been a little miffed at first, but when they get their hands on this thing, even, even watching the gameplay trailers, it's well worth the wait. And I'm glad they didn't shove out a, a half polished piece of shit. You know what I mean? An inferior product. Yeah. As we'll call it here on the, on the cynical nerd <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah. So just before, you know, Derek gives any thoughts. I mean, uh, the multiplayer aspect on PC is such a non-issue that I didn't even know. There was an issue on console. I've yeah. never had problems with it. I I played with one of my buddies uh, Friday night. We played for like four hours together. It's not hasn't really been a problem. Can I ask you? Um, did you ever yeah. did you ever turn invasions on and let randos come in as a special infected? No, we did not. That is the most fun, like horror PvP ever. We yeah. have we have to do it. It's insane. Okay, okay, I'm down. 
Uh, Derek, how about you? Did you uh, well, okay, so I, I already know your answer because yeah, we've talked yeah. about it, but I want you to say it for the record. I do, <laughs> I do own it. So, like, there was this weird, like, uh, situation where, like, Veronica's ex, who he used to play video games with, used to hang out in my streams, and, like, Dying Light came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool, like, just to be polite. And so he just bought it for me. And like, I'm like, all right, well, I have to. Oh, that is like, weird. Yeah. So like, like <laughs> I have to play this, right? Like I have to install it. I didn't play much of it. Like, I want to be fair. I didn't get very far in it. Maybe like two hours, three hours tops. Okay. And it just wasn't for me. It reminded me of that game. Um, I think it was called Dead Island. Dead Island. Yeah. And a lot, there's a lot of pieces of it that feel like that. Yeah. There's a much and better so version. Like, yeah. And Dead That's Island true. was really like not. I remember when I first started, it's one of those games that you like, you pick it up and you start playing and for like an hour or two, you're like, holy shit, this game's awesome. Like, this is fun. And then you realize like nothing changes, nothing about the gameplay is expanded on throughout the entire thing. It's just the same fucking thing again and again and again and again. And so I think maybe because it reminded me of that, I went like, there's really no point putting more time into this. So I, and that was kind of like where I left off I uninstalled it and I never touched it again. If you guys are saying that the, the multiplayer is fun. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm 100% down to it because I know we've been looking for a game to kind of do uh, YouTube videos on. I, I would be more than willing to do that. Um, that being said, as far as Dying Light 2, I did skim the gameplay trailer that you put in the dock. Um, one thing I that's undeniable about this trailer is it looks fucking beautiful. Like it looks really, really good. Um, it does. Yeah. The gameplay looks like it. It looks similar to the first one from what I remember of it. But I mean, it's it's really the, the textures are all in like light particles and everything are super well done outside of that. I, my interest level, I think is probably a little lower than your guys. Yeah, that, that's light, fair. So. so, I mean, the thing that immediately stuck out to me was that the, it's really like to me, and maybe it's more than that, but to me, it's like the weapon crafting system feels a lot like dead Island, yeah. like a lot, a lot like the, the stuff will break and you can repair it and you can put stuff together from all those weird duct tape and wires and shit that you find that feels a lot like that island but yeah. the part the parkour stuff is is well obviously what sets it apart being able to free run the city and i would say like uh even being a couple hours in myself now probably like four or five hours into my my revisit and i the, it they make big sweeping changes to how you yeah play the game like the skills you unlock are pretty fantastic even early on mm -hmm. um to like really knock down things like the amount of times you have to repair a weapon um, to mundane stuff like that, that makes things not break as quickly. So therefore you can kind of invest in those weapons with these upgrades, like electricity damage and extra bleed damage um, to stuff that changes the way you, you free run around the city. Like, yeah. um, you know, so there's, it's, it, it gets smoother obviously as you get more stamina and you know, shit like that, but, and as you get better at it, but I've just, it's been such a, such a blast, like revisiting it. Have you done uh, the? There's like a. Have you done the bridge mission yeah. yet? The bridge mission at night. We have to like go. Power, no, power the I just up. got it. Ooh. I just got that mission. Do you, do you remember uh, it? I, or? Yeah, okay. I do. Okay, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I will say that pl playing a horror game with a buddy tends to make it like just not scary. That's yeah. like you, you got to yeah. play on hard mode, man. Where it's like every special infected, like every runner, is a real threat. You have to like work as a team to either get away from them or fight them. And night, do nighttime on on hard mode. Like you, you obviously like all your skills double up at nighttime. That's your incentive to stay out at night. You could sleep, right? But all of your like you know your uh, your parkour and your combat skills 
I think they, okay. they they double up they double up or triple up depending on where you are and how dangerous the zone is. Yeah, and uh, dude, the nighttime some of the nighttime missions, man, like some of the some of the things you can do in co op in that game are just incredible. It's 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 risk and reward, obviously, and there's there's no yeah. permadeath or anything like that, so it's not that much risk really. But right. uh, aside from losing a, a massive chunk of your experience towards your next level. Um, yeah. but some of the things that they include these little mini games, like parkour challenges, like where you and your teammates can, in the midst of all this chaos, race to an objective, like right. you know, halfway across the map or who can kill the most infected in the time limit or who can do that. Like it's, they find little ways to make it like competitive, but still, uh, you know, encourage teamwork, obviously the main objectives done the missions. And I thought that was yeah. really cool. Uh, as well as like we, I mentioned the invasion mode, uh, you can turn it on so you can get invaded at nighttime and a random player who doesn't know who you are, he's just like just trying to invade people, comes in as a special infected type, and it's essentially a like a wave defense thing where you have to like mm-hmm. hunt down his nests and destroy them while using your UV and your guns to kill him. I mean you have a certain amount of lives and he has a certain amount of lives. And it's kind of like a really cool like a a team deathmatch kind of thing where it's like one super powered zombie who can like leap all over the map like a hunter from Left for Dead. And, uh, you know, four survivors who are shitting their pants because they're severely outgunned by this creature. And you have to, like, really coordinate and find yeah. his positions and, and find ways to work your way to his nest and destroy his nests so you can beat him. And it's it's such a unique uh, gameplay mechanic, the way they implemented it. And uh, it's it it doesn't always happen at nighttime. But when it does, once you get a few of those, it makes you want to stay out at night just so you can get another one. You know, it makes you yeah. not want to sleep so you can, like, get that experience again, because when when you work as a team and you best that zombie, it's it's one of the best horror gaming experience I've ever had. It's like coming, yeah, group coming, mm-hmm. all yeah, at one no, time, I mean, right on that zombie. I I haven't done any of the nighttime stuff, but I have seen even even in mundane things when you're playing in multiplayer, like uh, there's no climbing a tower to like get the lookout like Assassin's Creed, but there are a couple missions yeah. where you have to climb one to like turn on power for somebody or something like that, telecommunications, yeah. And uh, when it, when one of you starts to climb the tower, it'll say start challenge, and I can just hit the button to start the challenge yeah, and yeah. be like, I'll race, you to the, I'll race you to the top, bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's um, so cool. Remember when that mechanic like first really became a thing? I think maybe Assassin's Creed was first one to do. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is really fun. And then it was just like every other game that started doing it, it was like fucking really like. This is uh, just... Let's let's be honest. By the end of Assassin's Creed, you were like, you were okay. tired of doing it exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, new city. Oh, how many points do I yeah. have to go climb and? Wait for the sweeping 360 view before I can dive uh, a thousand foot into a bale of hay. Yeah. Come the fuck on! I know we're suspending disbelief, but like he's dead, bro. He's fucking dead. Um, uh, the last thing I would say is like, uh, and I know I, we're spending more time than I expected talking about Dying Light, but uh, on a secret bid to get Derek to play it. Um, but there's a early on there's a there's a power substation activation mission where it's like you activate two substations during the day, and then they encourage you to do the last one during the nighttime. Um, which, uh, you know, obviously is super scary. And, and I would say like the game, because you can free run during the day tends to trivialize zombies, right? They don't, the normal ones don't walk very fast. Yeah. There are some special ones who can kind of climb and, and run after you like, like, uh, Zack Snyder, you know, Dawn of the Dead style. Uh, and then the special types like left for dead, like the spitters that he was talking about, but they're pretty infrequent, especially this early on. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, nighttime is straight. Horrifying. You know that feeling, Derek, in like a horror movie where like or any horror game, I mean, where you get the feeling like something's right behind you. You can hear it. It's right behind yeah, you. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that just constantly. 
at nighttime because there's these nightmare creatures. It's actually terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but we did the substation mission as a multiplayer mission, and I made the leap over the barbed wire fence and he didn't. And we spent about, I don't know, 15 minutes while I was watching him just like chest kick zombies through the fence <laughs> to get extra points because it's nighttime uh, before he finally stumbled through. And we were kind of like, you know, there's an ability where you can, I don't know what the word is, like, uh, it's not alley-oop, but like, where you can run over a zombie, like, you, you jump over yeah, them and yeah. like, literally jump off their their bodies for, yeah, they call it, and like, we're just like, jump. that's the Italian plumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, go ahead, do your voice acting career. Yahoo! Wahoo! <laughs> I there was a there was there wasn't a point to my story. I'm just gonna leave it there because ending the dying light story about nighttime play with uh, uh, Super Mario sound is is extremely. Can, uh, can you do the long jump though? Okay, before... okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, what's the long jump? Is there a different noise? Oh, uh, wait, is it yippee? Right. I think it's the is Yahoo. It? I'm not Yahoo. Gonna do it. <laughs> Yahoo. That's, yeah, that's the one. Yahoo. Yeah. <laughs> You're like too good at that. It's so weird. <laughs> what a weird talent to be really, really good at. I, I, spent, I, spent, I spent like the, the first month of quarantine uh, 100%ing Mario 64 on all three save files of my Switch game. <laughs> I thought you were going to say practicing his voice just like looking <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's way, every, that's way every, better. Uh, <laughs> every morning in quarantine, I spent at least 30 minutes in the mirror yeah. just... Uh, <laughs> Watching Mario videos yeah, couldn't, and uh, couldn't get Luigi down, but I got Mario. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Luigi's still all about hard stairs and real thug life. You know what I mean? Well, like I feel like Luigi's an always bitch. like always worried, and Mario's always optimistic. You know what I mean? But yeah, then again, Luigi just keeps fair. he keeps going into fucking haunted mansions. Like, dude, like yeah, let's like, just stay away from yeah, that really. Shit. What's what's what, what are you doing? Yeah, that feels way too what deep. What are you of fucking Sidney Prescott? Like, you don't learn your fucking lesson the first time. <laughs> That was a scream reference. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay. Was like, good. <laughs> I had the beeps and boops going off in my brain. Like, I recognize enough of that sentence that I should be able to piece yeah, this Yeah, I'm like Sidney Prescott. <laughs> Hold up. My penis remembers that name. Uh, <laughs> okay, so here's a piece of news that I just found today and also uh, am annoyed about. So it's <laughs> another example of Disney throwing the shit at a wall to see what sticks. Apparently, and don't get me wrong, I love her character. Uh, I just don't think that this warrants a solo series. Uh, apparently, I'm going to butcher her name. Denai Guerrera? Sure. Sounds close enough. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. 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 How do you pronounce it? Okay. 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 That's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, see, the, the problem is I knew how to pronounce it. And then on the spot, totally fucking forgot it. Instead. That was a legit stand. I'm like, I'm like I, I literally said it to myself before we recorded. So I wouldn't fuck it up. So Okoye, who is the leader of the Dora Milaje, uh, will be getting her own Black Panther spinoff series on Disney Plus. Uh, well, why, though? All of Disney Plus's like spinoff shit and like series, like I, I've lost all faith in them. Like, yeah, WandaVision started off great and then was just terrible, ended terribly. Like I said, the further away I get from that, I don't think it was okay. I think it was really bad. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, mostly bad throughout, with yeah. a couple, you know, good spots peppered in there. Uh, bad Batch. Yeah, like I have I have no faith whatsoever in Disney Plus at this point. And I agree. The character is great. She's very interesting. She's very well acted. Um, but nah, -uh. 
I, I, I just, I no. I, well, I think it's going to be goofy. We, we last left her. She had, she had, uh, had Zemo passed on to her, right? And uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Did she show up? In, I don't think she was specifically there, but like I think it's implied that that's where he. Yeah, like that's who basically. It was other members of the Dora Milaje. Yeah. I think uh, the last time we saw her on screen, well, obviously it was Endgame. Um, but you know, it, her, the last place her character arc left off in Black Panther was she was dating. Uh, she was in a relationship with the guy who eventually joined Killmonger, and she had to like fight against him, which I totally forgot until I was like sitting down thinking about her story arc. The guy, it was mm. when Blue, I forget his name. What? what yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Wakabi, I think he just won a uh, Academy Award that actor for yeah, uh, Judas um, and the Black Messiah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Black Panther had a lot of fucking talent yeah. uh, and was a, was a pretty solid movie. However, I will to this day say that it had horrible CGI and I don't know how they released Very it in that state. Yeah. Uh, Very Dan, fucking bad. In, in you and Ron's uh, Oscar binge, did you watch Juice and the Black Messiah? We haven't, but we plan to. We actually, all of that I shit plan got to put as well. on hold. It's, um, it's fucking well. fantastic. I think it, might, it looks great. It might still be on HBO Max. I don't know. It was, it was a, yeah. a limited time and it was heartbreaking and fucking wonderful at the same time well it, it looks excellent but the, the one that's really on our like to-do list is um not to divert attention away from this show that we all seemingly aren't interested in whatsoever <laughs> but uh minari which has uh oh, steven okay. I, I think it's yoon um you know glenn from walking dead as everyone calls him um it's about a family that moves to um a korean family that moves to america and and anyway it looks really good so that's kind of our next planned one but mm -hmm. judas and the black messiah is on there and then i think nomad land is like the last one that we really want to check out so uh can we can we just just because fuck the walking dead can we refer to steven yoon's past work as uh mark grayson from invincible from now on? yeah yeah i just hate that people always call him glenn from the walking dead. like dude he's in so many other things he's a great actor he's proven himself time and time he again is. and you fucking people are still calling him glenn from the walking dead i don't yeah. understand it it's like Be because i'm we, we were so into invincible like uh, invincible like videos or reaction videos or behind the scenes stuff keeps popping up on my youtube algorithms and i click on it because the show is fantastic and i it's like i keep getting this reminder of how fantastic of a voice acting job he did uh, when like they're having like the final fight with his dad, I think I just sent something to to like the group like yeah. late last night. Was it you directly or it was me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, didn't see it yeah, this morning. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, was it <laughs> you're welcome for the harassment, the harassment. Uh, it was a, a video of people reacting to like the 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 train scene. His father like yeah. forces his head through the oncoming train, and right before they do it, there's a little snippet of the dialogue where he's like. He's like, what about mom? Like, did none of it matter? Does her life not matter? And that's right when his father goes, in the grand scheme of things, no. And she yeah. starts breaking out crying. And like the just the inflection in his voice, mm, chef's kiss. I, I'm like in. this close to getting Ron to watch Invincible. We're already she's watching Castlevania with me. We're we're rewatching it. Nice. And I'm like nice. this close to getting her to watch Invincible because she loves good voice acting. And that and I and I keep saying that Invincible has literally the best voice acting that I've ever heard in anything in my entire life, I think. So, I praise. Have you guys ever seen Mayhem? We also no. didn't get Scott's opinion though on the show. So wait, maybe we should. <laughs> we kind of skipped Scott, so maybe we should time out. Uh, Give I Scott mean, his platform. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, I just I don't care about anything Disney Plus has. To, I I like I unsub <laughs> yeah. I unsubscribed again after watching the Bad Batch, and I hope I never have to subscribe again. I'm yeah. sh I'm sure we're gonna, I'm gonna have to I watch mean, a, 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 at least a few more shitty Marvel Disney Plus series. Uh. 
to me, it's just, just take my login, fam. Just take until my, Mando yeah, comes need back. To. Yeah. See, my, yeah. My thing is, if like if if any of these shows had long lasting ramifications that, that justified their existence, even if I didn't like the character work, even if I didn't, you know, what I mean, even if I wasn't crazy about certain parts of it, like the 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 writing or the the buddy, fuck you, like rush hour two bullshit that they're still doing, yeah. even though they've known each other for fucking almost a decade now, um, on Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, it's just it's. When you take, like, passing the mantle of Captain America is such a big deal. And, like, obviously that occurred in the show. But, like, what we've talked about before, what else, what other long-lasting ramifications did they have? Like, we already had seen Cap hand him the shield, so they created a problem that didn't need to exist to to waste time solving that problem and then negating its existence with its conclusion. Because nothing that happened, aside from the power broker, who nobody gives a flying fuck about. Like it was also extremely out of character for her. I hated yeah. it completely. Yeah. Um, I just I don't have any faith uh, that that we're going to see anything of like real consequence happen on any of these Disney Plus shows, because I, I think they're, they're like you said before, Derek, they're, they're saving their, their big their big ropes, their fat ropes for, you know, their their phase four movies and their next yeah. big team up. Um, big. Big thick ropes. Yeah, mad thick ropes. Uh, what I would say is, have you guys ever seen Mayhem? No, I don't uh, think so. Uh, it's a Steven Yeun movie. Uh, it's essentially like twenty eight days later, but they're stuck in an office building. Uh, there's a oh, there's shit. a virus that like makes you like like kind of like start giving into all of your like uh, most animalistic urges. So there's people just fucking on desks and like murdering each other. They're not like they're not eating each other. They're not zombies, but they just have like essentially like like the crazies. Like they just start like hacking each other apart with like a fucking like a paper like paper i remember hearing about this it's it's fucking awesome uh it's on shutter but also there's there's the uh the joe bob's brig last drive-in show where he watches it and in between he like gives you little snippets of behind the scenes information and i recommend watching that version if you still have my login because it is fantastic you learn a lot about the making of and uh not to mention steven has a sex scene in this movie oh yeah do you get to see his dick? No, you it's not. I'm not interested. You get to see them tiny nipples, though. They are tiny. Oh, great. Mm. <laughs> they are s- like Hershey so tiny. kisses. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, all right, boys. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't care about this news. I uh, Okoye. There we go. Hey, first time, first, first try. <laughs> Will Arnett's like a Batman. It's my favorite part of that whole movie. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I was about to go off on a tangent about how much I love the Lego Batman movie. Anyway, uh, that it doesn't really need good. to exist. Uh, Will Arnett as Batman was just hilarious. And uh, what did he tell? He, he was beatboxing, and he told Alfred he was like A B R always beat recording. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got a couple trailers to talk about. The first one is uh, <laughs> I love the random fucking knowledge that you can tap into. Like it's always the weirdest shit. That's just like it's in all there. there. That you can just fucking ninety percent like, of his Batman the- related. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> very true. Yeah, it's not even. I'm not even very knocking true. you for. It. I'm just stating facts. I remember he has uh, lobster thermidor. That was his favorite dish. Yeah, I don't know. I've 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 only seen this movie one time. I don't I don't know why it's in there. Fucking just never left. It's actually incredible. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it, it lives in my head. You're like a Batman free. savant. Oh, fuck you, you fucking <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> yes, I missed that one. I, I missed savant. I missed that one, but I know what you said from his reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, excellent. It's good to have the boys back. Uh, we've got a couple trailers to talk about. 
Uh, this is the return of M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong, Shyamalan, Shyamalan, however uh, we pronounce it. I would it. say G. Night uh, Shyamalan. <laughs> G. Night Shyamalan. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a new movie coming out, which I feel like we talked about before. We did. I think there was a teaser. Yeah. But now the, now the proper trailer has come out. And let me tell you. The proper trailer is not doing any favors for me. So this is a movie coming out July 23rd in theaters. It's called Old. Uh, the premise is apparently, uh, apparently there is a beach that I don't know, ages people. And it's hard. That's horrifying for yeah. some reason. And the whole time I'm watching the trailer, you just keep seeing people repeat. And I'm sure there's a reason they can't escape. It seems like something happens to them when they try to leave. But yeah, they just... They just keep like diving back in the water. They keep and, like, they keep going sh- into- they keep showing the waves, and there's something in the water that's aging them. Some kind of chemical. Like I'm gonna predict what the what the twist of this movie is. Some kind of pharmaceutical pharmaceutical chemical spill happened off the shore there from a tanker or something, and the the water is what's aging them. They showed the water for like ninety percent of this fucking trailer. They just kept showing the waves crashing. Uh, and it's I gonna be the, the twist is gonna be even dumber though. It's gonna be like like the the owner of that pharmaceutical company like. A gypsy woman's watch fell off, and he like stepped on it. He's like, "Well, fuck you!" And he just kept walking, and she cursed him. That's what it's. I guarantee. It's always something dumb. He knows how to cut a trailer, and that's it. He's a great cinematographer, but that's all. The the fucking the writing is always some dog shit reason at the end. Yeah. I am so fucking salty over glass. Yeah. That I can't possibly even though I love Split. Amazing, amazing, yeah. unbreakable, amazing, split, amazing. Split was really good, but the thing is, like, he- Glass was just unforgivable, just, just terrible. Uh, M Night Shyamalan, as Derek refers to him, Shyamalan, Shyamalan, Shyamalan. You know, tomato, tomato. Uh, every once in a while, he knocks it out of the park. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, you get a sixth sense or a split or an unbreakable, unbreakable. Not not his best work, right? But but still, like was. Pretty good. I, good. I, I liked I liked the whole comic book allegory there and how they played into it so well. And I loved I loved Split even more, even more so. The fact that those two were tied together gave me such high hopes for Glass. And fuck that movie. God, Glass fuck is that so movie. Bad. Fuck that. I still yeah. haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. You should. Oh man. You I I really... was really. I didn't want to be disappointed. I I loved the first Bro? when I loved Unbreakable a lot, and when I uh. When I watched Split and found out it was in the same universe, I got really stoked as as most people did. Uh, and, and then I heard when Glass came out, I saw it was getting pretty middling reviews that were not good. And I just I was like, I don't know that I want this ruined for me. I feel like maybe I just live here. The truly incredible thing about it is that like it maintains throughout a good seventy percent of the movie that it's pretty all right. Like it's not great, but it's like all right, you're interested. You want to know what happens? And somehow and, in that last quarter of it, it just it just bombs harder than it could possibly like. More than you could possibly imagine. It's oh, so bad. You should watch it just watch so it. that we can hate something just all together. Yeah, yeah. Just just um, communal hatred. I've come to the conclusion that when Sarah Paulson's in something, it's going to be fucking terrible. <laughs> like it, it might be it might be good at first or like, OK, at first. But like eventually it's going to be absolute dog shit. Right. Her stupid face ruins everything. I agree. Was she in season one of, of uh, American Horror Story? I don't think she was. Was she? I don't think so. She came no. in season two and that's where that shit went off the rails real fucking fast. <laughs> Aliens and a serial killer named Bloody Face. Fuck you, Sarah Paulson. <laughs> Bloody Face. His, na- his, his name was Robert Paulson, but we all wish it was you instead. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus fuck. Christ. I want my meatloaf back. I want, I, want my, I want my bitch tits Bob back. I love bitch tits Bob. Yeah, that's a 20-year-old the, reference. The big moosey. Bro, oh, yeah, yeah. 
Hey, you guys remember when people I mean, remember when people read Fight Club and for like ten years didn't know that it was a a, a fucking <laughs> a dig on like toxic male masculinity. Oh, I know. They, they yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they missed the point totally entirely. The yeah, fucking Chuck Palahniuk is like fucking guys. Yeah. Like <laughs> a gay man writes a book about toxic masculinity, and people are like, yeah, we should burn down all the buildings with the credit card companies. <laughs> we should make napalm out of shit. Why aren't we doing this? Uh, I'm gonna we'll start a band called Project Mayhem. <laughs> I guarantee you, there's still people that don't understand what it was about. Oh, like yeah. a thousand percent guarantee yeah. you, they're probably still quoting it unironically. They, he literally spells out they all have, they all have mommy issues. Like like they, they say it verbatim. Yeah. Well, I mean, Brad Pitt says it in so many words, but. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so this right. trailer looks bad. I am Jack's throbbing actually, hard on. <laughs> I, oh, I actually hey, think the trailer looks good, but yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. All of his trailers look good, but then it's never that good. It's never, ever, well, almost never that good. Yeah. I, uh, I will Hope say that good. when the, the little, the little girl is the, <laughs> one of the first like startles or scares in the trailers, the little girl swimming. And all of a sudden, the little head comes floating by, and it's a dead body. That was very creepy. It was startling, Disturbing. you know. Yeah. Um, and then I just the trailer was cut well, and everything. It just it actually came off as kind of comical to me because the way the trailer goes is like he can't tell us why they can't leave the beach in the trailer because everyone's it, but they just keep showing these people doing the things they know are going to like age them over and over for for not telling us why. So I'm like, what the fuck? Are you doing? And it's spoiled go. like four major character deaths. It's like, okay, no, that person's going to die now. At some point, at least. Yeah. What, what yeah. really like, I thought was ridiculous is that the kids come running up and they're like, and the, the parents are crying and hugging. They're like, what's wrong? It's like, oh, so you didn't realize that you've, that you're twice the size you were 15 minutes ago. Like how the fuck do you, I, yeah. I, I guess. Mom, you're, what's the problem? Yeah, I, I guess, like, like mom. <laughs> I, I, I guess everything. I guess everything grew, but your little fucking peanut brain, you little shit. Like, how the fuck do you not realize? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I, like, I have tits and I'm menstruating on the beach now. When did this start? <laughs> yeah, like mommy's eye level <laughs> surprise. <Yeah. laughs> like, like the, there was no, there was no little girl like like being confused, or she was just like, well, I mean, she was confused, but she was confused as why her mother was upset. They didn't show the children being upset at what had happened to them at all, which I think would make for a much more effective, terrifying trailer. Like, like focus on the kids, like. We know all the parents are probably going to fucking die. They're going to age out first. Spoiler alert. Focus yeah. on the children. Focus it's on just them. It's how time works, baby. Yeah. That's how time works, baby. <laughs> Not on this beach, Derek. I hope they don't do something where, like, time's circular and, like, the body that comes up is them. You know what I mean? Like, some J.J. Oh, oh, that's that's what worst. I mean. Like, some you just J called it. Some, some J.J. Abrams level, I didn't know what to do yeah. bullshit. Or it's like the 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 parents like that's their mom when she was young or some shit. That's yeah. that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be real bad. It's always oh, terrible. Oh, so what you're saying is that M Night Shyamalan watched Dark and then made this movie. Yeah, he's like, I could do that too yeah. if I wanted I, to. No, not shitting you. I could see that scenario happening. Yeah. Like I could see him going. You know what would make a good horror movie? Finding out that like your daughter's your mom. Yeah. Boom. Let's be write a movie about. That I mean, shit. he said, you know, it would make a good horror movie if uh, the grass killed you, <laughs> and he did it. Yeah, he made that happen. Uh, it would be a great movie if the true. grass killed Marky Mark. <laughs> almost yeah, swing, swing and a miss. The thing is, like, it's almost got, almost got. Yeah, the, thing, the, the thing is, like, you killed John Leguizamo, who, like, aside from the pest, which is inarguably problematic at this point in time, but like. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was made in a different time. I, I also want to apologize for using the word problematic to describe John yeah, Leguizamo. Yeah, you're honestly a piece of shit for that. Because <laughs> uh, John Leguizamo is an unproblematic king. Uh, yeah, hashtag unproblematic king. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, Matt. Uh, uh, anyway. No, no, but like, but uh, I don't know, man. I know I should hate Mark Wahlberg. I know I should. And a part yeah, of should. a part of me does. You, sh- you should. A part of me does, but I still love some of the movies he's in. That movie he was in with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh god, and fucking Anthony Mackie, where they're like the bodybuilders. Oh, that one you can't name. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> it's fucking good. Got, gotcha. It's fucking great. I really liked. I really liked the fighter where he was the the uh, the Boston boxer and and uh, what's his name. Christian Bale yeah, was his cracked yeah, out brother. Yeah, the only other bigger, was the only movie. other biggest piece of shit in Hollywood besides Marky Mark. Yeah, fair, fair. Well, I mean, also, oh, also that that is uh, that is by omission though, because uh, Weinstein's behind bars now. So, fair, fair, fair. Uh, I I will I I will agree that he seems like he's an asshole. However, they do the thing at the end of the fighter that they do with a lot of Christian Bale movies, where they show you. Uh, the guy in real life that Christian Bale was portraying, and holy fuck, does he do do a fantastic job of just acting exactly like his stepbrother? It's fucking creepy. Yeah, Christian Bale's uh, a really great. Ca- he really like he's a character yeah. actor. I wish he would play somebody who died, you know, just so he could just. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Cold blooded. <laughs> she was or, yeah, or, somebody or, who died in the prime of their acting career. You know, yeah. I don't know. Just throwing ideas out yeah, there. Yeah, you know, just fucking. Anton in, Yelchin, man. boom. Oh man, what an angel. Oh, too soon. I know. No. I made myself sad too. I'm sorry. No, he was a nice guy. He was. But the thing is, like, I'm the thing is, like, the thing is, like, if that death had happened to anybody else, I would laugh about it. <laughs> but because he was such a precious angel baby, I can't. He was even, a honey. He was a honey. Was I'm sorry, Anton. He I died really in a terrible way the worst too. Way. The worst His fucking way. car like went the neutral and hit him. Right? Like it just hit him and some crazy shit. And he just like bled out and he couldn't reach his phone. He just bled out over like eight hours. Yeah. Just awful. People, people tell you like the worst way to go, like obviously drowning is right up there, but like that sounds fucking. Well, I imagine drowning is probably horrifying for about a minute, and then and then it's probably pretty sick. Yeah, right? you're probably like, oh man, I don't, I don't have to pay taxes <laughs> anymore. Here. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like that feeling when you want to breathe and can't is is horrifying. So I yeah. would imagine that's I mean, gonna I, be a really I, terrible way. Well, I, I did drown when I was a kid, and I can tell you, if you're gonna die, I recommend it. I, and listen, like drowning survivors say that all the time. Yeah, but it's actually super fucking. Once yeah. you get over that, like ah, and you inhale the water. Yeah, super chill. Yeah, it's like Mad chill. Yeah, yeah, something to think about. Mm-hmm. Where are we going right now? Because <laughs> I don't like it, and I want to move. I'm on. not even kidding though. I did, I did drown when I was a little kid, and uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I was out for like two minutes. Pretty dope. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty, pretty dope. Who, uh, did you see who, anything who on the other side, you? Scott? No, the, there is no God. There's no afterlife. It was just black, right? Uh, my my, my six year old self saw nothing, and at that point, yeah, I was I was an untainted, pure soul. Right, I, right, I had, right, right. You should I, have seen. I, I had been baptized. I mean, that motherfucker should have been offering you a piggyback ride up the steps, like you mm-hmm. were you were a young kid. Yeah, yeah that's one, honey. Yeah, Saint Michael should have been throwing yeah, me a baseball. You know what I mean? Like, well, <laughs> I, in all fairness, at six, I probably didn't give a shit about baseball either. I probably didn't even have the heart to fake it. Right, right. Maybe yeah, God just didn't say, know like, like as an adult, you. like as an adult, when I'm at a bar and like the Phillies are losing, everyone's like, "Oh fuck!" I'm like, "Oh yeah, fuck!" Just to like, you know, it's like when that lady lived with gorillas in the Congo for like twelve years. You just want to like adapt and survive. Or. Or, put it to you this way, mm-hmm. is it because 
God, the the supposed God is supposedly omniscient. He right. knew the piece of shit you were going to become, and at six decided not to even show up. Like he like yeah. he basically left you at the bus stop with no ride home. You know what, what if he's snubby? He's like, like he could have nah. showed up and like diverted the course. I'm gonna or something, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna misdirect back to Fight Club and say that God is a kid with an uh, uh, God is a kid with a magnifying glass. <laughs> oh, just just scorching ants. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. That, that, that is such a good book, but still the worst Chuck Palahniuk book. It's the fucking worst one out of all of them. I never read the book. I never read it. Don't do it. I didn't. I didn't read, read Survivor or Haunted or uh, or Snuff. Snuff's good. I, I got. Snuff's about, I got to tell you, Snuff's about a gangbang and a murder. Fucking read Snuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, I never. I never told Scott this because he was one of those people that did it, and, and I didn't believe it about Scott. But I felt like why bring it up anyway? Uh, back in the day when the Fight Club film came out, and there were all these people who were like talking about the book. I was just like, you pretentious bitch. <laughs> All these people talking about how they read the book in the in the in the scene. And you know who I'm talking about. Uh, that's not you. Um, yeah, but, well, there but, were but a I, lot but, of but them. I, I was also that person because the book was better than the movie. I know. That's but, why but, I didn't but, bring but, it up. But, but, I was like, but the book. I don't want him to but, think I'm talking no, no, about no, no. him. But, but the book still did suck, though, by comparison to everything else he ever wrote. <laughs> ever. 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 And then, you know, you know, what's funny. Uh, the conversation would go, oh, the book will. And then they would go, oh, you should read Choke by him, too. Yeah. Well, choke, 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 choke was a banger, though. Choke except except, except for the fact that, like, that Chuck always called instead of saying cock, he said dog in that book the whole time. I think he was like, I win. I think he was like, and this is just a hypothesis. He was like, I can't say cock all the time because people are going to think, you know, they're going to think whatever they think. <laughs> Gay man loves cock, uh, so he would call he would call the dick the hog, and I thought that was way more disturbing than calling it a cock. Yeah, like, like that's yeah. the worst farm animal to At switch least cock with out that for. Much like consistency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I felt her I, I felt her back up on my hog, and I was in, and you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I might prefer the hug because then you can do weird euphemisms like uh, yeah. I don't know. She tickled my pork belly. You know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think we just discovered that Chris is a literary genius. Uh, you should you should write Put you should write a letter to Hustler. Mouth. Is Hustler still in print or is it just just uh, directly on YouPorn now? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I, I they might have their own like service, like pay some money and see extra hot fake titties. I don't know. Not I don't know porn's free on the internet, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you pay you for it, you're a sucker. For it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Unless you want to pay for Derek's OnlyFans page. That, yeah, my friend. Yeah. Locked behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we haven't talked about... for free. <laughs> we haven't talked about old in a while. Oh, I just heard in my head, uh, Derek go, oopsie. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is that my butthole in front free? of the camera? Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> Yes. Hey guys, oh, guys, do you, do you think Jello listens to our podcast? No, no probably not. I just want to take a minute. No, I just want to take a minute not. to say, "Fuck you, Jello. You're a piece of shit." <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. No, that's fair. Fuck yeah. you, Jello. Yeah. Uh, it's. I don't like when people talk about inside jokes when you don't know what it is, and that would be twofold for those listening to the podcast who don't know us in real life. But yeah. the pickle bit. Yeah, it's just really juicy. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Good. So you're all welcome for that. Fuck you. No, it's okay. It's very Uh, easy. It's very simple. Everybody knows I don't like pickles. Everyone. My baby shower was yesterday. And so everyone, all of my friends got me a gift card, but they put it in a jar of pickles. It's actually genius. Right in the jar. Mm. We'll post it to Twitter later. (laughs) Well, you you know, you and Nick were like kind about it. You and Nick were like nice about it. Phil Peeble was an animal. He just put it right in the jar. I'm like. Right in the jar. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, there's a pandemic, man. Like, you can't fucking like. 
They can't. They can't he even. Eat, like, they can't even I, eat those pickles now. <laughs> he was like, I took a picture of the code in case the acidity wipes yeah. it off the code. That's that's why. And in his defense, like <laughs> Jello, who went the furthest, vacuum sealed his. Yeah. The fucking pickle juice got into the vacuum sealing, <laughs> so like it's still like. <laughs> I would like to make a prediction that Jello's gift card was probably the cheapest. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, I, I don't, I, Scott. I, <laughs> Jesus, Scott. <laughs> Uh, okay. I don't know, but I'll uh, let you know now. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore. Uh, all right. So old looks, I don't know. Maybe good, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, uh, next up good. is, and this is mostly for Scott. I, I feel like you've talked about the Dexter show before. I never saw yeah. the ending of the show because you I need, heard you it was. need to. I heard it was absolute dog shit. Yeah, it's the worst. And it's the fucking I, worst. I think I stopped watching like a season, maybe a season and a half before the end. It was still pretty good when I stopped. And those are the memories I like to hold on to. Uh, there is a Dexter season revival four, coming. That might have been where I stopped like the end of season four. The Trinity Killer was with John Lithgow was the one of the best seasons of television. I remember that. Like, like that, I that, remember that, that. that one season of Dexter is better than all of Game of Thrones combined. Like that, that one with John Lithgow, like, dude, it's fucking phenomenal. Um. They also had a great season where uh, Colin Hanks uh, played played like a, a religious zealot. Uh, was he a boy toucher? No, no, he was he was a murderer. Uh, but it was oh, great. Okay. He looks like a boy toucher even in real life. And there was a, there was a very terrible season, but it had Julius <laughs> Stiles in it. He's a great guy. I'm just saying he looks like a boy toucher. We can move on. Well, he also was, he, oh, he also <laughs> like a ventriloquist dummy that grew up and became a man. <laughs> it's real. It's real. <laughs> It's real. It's real hard. Like I know, I know. Like in Orange County, he's supposed to be the normal one, but Jack Black looks pretty good compared to that fucking nightmare. How do you think? How do you think Tom Hanks talks to his victims? He uses the uh, the walking puppet. Of it, Colin is Colin Hanks, Hanks Tom <laughs> Hanks' son? Yes. Oh wait, but, what? You didn't really? You didn't know that? Really? Well, I know. I know he has like. I know there's like Chaz Hanks who's like. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> not really. He's like oh. he's like a drug addict. Like he's really bad off. Like yeah, Kyle yeah. Is the good boy, and then there's like Chad or Chaz Hanks yeah. or something. Chad Michael. If you Murray. name your, if you name your son Chad or Chet, like you're asking for yeah, an opioid crisis addiction. in your living room. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> oh god, yeah. damn it! Uh, well, way to go, honey. You fucked up the next twenty years of his life. Yeah, because oh, uh, he's gonna get teased all well, through everything. <laughs> he's just gonna. <laughs> He's gonna turn to uh, to whatever makes the the the, the ouchie go bye bye. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> fuck! What were we even talking That's what about? Six year old turns to drugs, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Dexter, Dexter, right? So they are they announced a revival series of Showtime. It's going to be a ten episode limited series starring, of course, Michael C. Hall is back as Dexter. He it's coming out in twenty twenty one. It's just his fall of twenty twenty one, and they released this little teaser about it. Not long, uh, a little less than 30 seconds. It might even be 20 seconds of him walking through the small town. Mm-hmm. Not even sure where he's at, but he's going by the name Jim Lindsay. People seem to think he's a nice person. He sees some knives. He has a look. <laughs> the teaser's over. Fuck, that's the whole fuck, teaser. Fuck, it's the it's dumbest like, teaser that's yeah, ever been yeah, made. Fuck this he show. He looks at yeah. a knife and, fuck he's, this wow, show. and then it's done. <laughs> fuck this show. It could be the claw talking, but fuck this show, right? Um, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if I'm you're gonna, surprised. If you're, no, no, if you're gonna read, if you're gonna make another season of Dexter, no, 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 if you're gonna make it, if you're gonna make a final, like a final, final season of Dexter, retcon the whole last season, get rid of everything that happened in the last season and do it again. Bring, like, bring back, spoiler alert, bring back Deb, uh, because their relationship was weird and complex and incestuous. They were step siblings. He was adopted, but like, she's kind of in love with him. And it's a weird mm. fucked up thing that kind of ruins that whole season for me. Uh, on top of that. She dies, he pieces out and leaves his son, him him and Rita's son, 
with this other girl who's a serial killer who tried to like poison him three times. It's the dumbest character arc. It 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 it, it betrays the character they built over the course of the seven preceding seasons or eight preceding seasons. I forget whether it was eight or nine seasons. Um, Dexter Morgan was not a one-dimensional character. He was he was I mean. It was it was all very repetitive, right? It was just him killing pedophiles and child murderers and rapists uh, for yeah, for right. eight seasons. But you see different people challenge him, and you see him like he loves the cat and mouse of it. Um, right. The I have a buddy Nick L. What's up, Nick? I know he listens to this podcast. Hey, he, Nick. Oh shit! There's all kinds of shout yeah, outs today. He 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 uh, had given me uh, when, when this first came up. Me and him were talking about it on Facebook, and he had given me like his his take on what the final season should have been and the fact that this guy didn't write for the show instead of whoever the fuck destroyed the final season of it is a crime um <laughs> there, there's so much going on like I, I don't know if lundy was in the show when you watched it detective lundy he's the older guy that deb kind of like since she didn't really know her dad too much she like kind of like gravitates toward this man who's like 25 years older than her and gray and you know he's like loose balls like the guy from big daddy but mm. i'm I probably don't remember the name, but it sounds familiar. I do remember the Julia Stiles thing. Wasn't she like kind of taken under his wing or something? Uh, yeah. Well, he helped her get revenge on the guys. There was a there was a serial killer or not? Right. There was a, there, oh, that's there right. There was like a weird like rape club, murder club of these like she got wealthy dudes yeah. who would kill. They, they would make girls be their like sex trafficked slaves, uh, and then when they finally were done with them, they'd murder them, put them in barrels full of like something to dissolve them and throw them in the, the marshlands and right. uh, Julia Stiles manages to get away Dexter finds her after killing somebody who, who he doesn't realize he's yeah. part of the, the clique he finds this guy for something else follows him to where she is saves her and then she wants him to take her under his his wing and teach her how to do what he does so he, she can get revenge herself um, I remember that yeah yeah Dude, the, the, like not all the arcs were perfect but this was a show that like I mean, it, it had some pull, like it had a, a huge cult following and it's, it was very soap opera. It was very repetitive towards the end. It was kind of like, all right, we're beating a dead horse. Um, but at the same time, the ending it got, man, it, it does a disservice to the entire series as a whole. Like yeah. watching the end almost ruins the first four seasons as well. It doesn't because John, because John Lithgow is a fucking saint. And oh my God, the, the, the Trinity killer season, again, one of the best seasons of television yeah. I've ever seen in my entire I'm, life. I'm glad I saw that then before I stopped watching. Dude. I watched like the first season of it, I think maybe season and a half. And then like, I just moved and didn't have showtime anymore or something. And then it was just always became this thing like, Oh, I'll pick it back up. I'll pick it back up. And then I just heard it was like a bad ending. So I just never, when does this, know. when is it's this? like the Sopranos? Like I want to watch the Sopranos, but I hear it ends so poorly. And now that uh, James I mean, Gandolfini is dead, it's like, what's the fucking point in watching it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The, the, it doesn't, it's not that it ends badly. It's just that it doesn't, explain anything it, it leaves it on because well, they were supposed to make a movie yeah but then 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 my boy jg died uh, i would say that i would say the sopranos regardless is worth the ride there's so much i, I hear it's there, so good there's, i, I there's, see like I'm, stills from it it looks really good there, there's there's <laughs> so much of that show that's absolutely perfect yeah um i would recommend it speaking of absolutely perfect that return of the king image that you made for Derek is so good really yeah good. thank you thank his hair blends that. so well yeah, it's pretty yeah. good I got, I got lucky I got lucky that it, it quaffed in the perfect direction I was like oh man uh, absolutely <laughs> yeah. it looks so juicy I, I saw the picture he took and I was like 
wait a minute. <laughs> I know what I'm doing with that. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say the that time Michael is C. Now. Hall, though, like, and I think he had brain cancer or something like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the dude cancer. who had brain cancer and like all this time has passed. Holy shit, he aged well. He just like yeah, looks he looks good. kind of exactly like he did yeah. back then. Michael it's C. Like, Hall has been a honey amazing. For, for decades. It's insane. Yeah, he's looking uh, good. Good man, for you, Mike. Man. Keep it up. I'm, I'm not. I'm not one to start a fire, right? I'm not, not one. Not one to, to light the kindling. But that's one fire crotch. I wouldn't mind huddled up next to you for warmth, right? <laughs> Sometimes you got. I wasn't sure where you'd go with that. It's not the turn I expected. No, no. Um, um, but so, I, I, when, when does this come out? Uh, fall. It just says fall this year. Is there any way? Is there any way we date. can commit to all of us watching Dexter by the time it comes out? I'll fucking do it. Yeah, do that's it. the that's, that's an easy time. commitment. Yeah, uh, Derek's gonna time. have lots of like three hour intervals yeah. of late night to kill coming up soon. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I will one hundred percent rewatch as well because goddamn, dude, like some of it hits so perfectly. Yeah. Now I'll do it. That I, um, actually sounds kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm into that. Someone gonna tell Nick to get it on Plex. Yeah, yeah. If it's not on uh, w- what I will tell you is that don't be, don't be just like the first season and a half. Like you're still learning a lot about the characters, and they do they do like a lot of world building there. But once it gets moving, like season three and four, yeah, and five well, and I six. Saw, and like seven. I said, I, I saw the first season and yeah. a half, and I thought it was good. Like, like I said, like I just was living in a place where I had Showtime, and then like I moved, and I didn't have it anymore. Okay. So just, I just couldn't watch it anymore. Okay, but I was into it from the beginning. Uh, so. What I will um, do is, since I'm going to be piggybacking on one of your Disney pluses, I will subscribe to Showtime. Oh, very nice. Okay, Pro- problem cool. solved. Yeah, I'll just. We've add been it. talking about splitting up our subscriptions for like. A, can we like finally fucking? Do yeah, that? let's do that. Let's just like yeah, make that do, happen. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. We can do that. Foch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, your take on the revival is actually interesting because I heard a lot of people that were excited about it because the ending was so bad and they were like, yeah. we need another, we need a second chance yeah. to, to, to see these characters off. But unfortunately, like you said, <clears throat> I didn't know that Deb died. Um, sorry. kind of a bummer. Sorry. No, 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 it's all right. I mean, you guys want to watch Dexter no, no. after I spoil the fucking ending? <laughs> I'm so sorry. The, the show is <laughs> I, old enough. I did enough. know that. I heard that happen. Yeah. The, sh- the show is old enough that, like, yeah. I wouldn't have blamed you for it. Um, but... Well, then thank you, you guys, know, because Mass Effect is even older than that, and, and Chris isn't spoiling that for me, so thank you very much. But it's, it feels <laughs> weird to, like, well, what am I going to spoil, you know, like, a spoiler alert, like, everything you suspect about major plot beats is probably accurate, because yeah. the major, that, that those games are about the character stories. Anyway, um, I digress. May, may, I, may I just, I, I, I know I'm on a tangent, it's the claws, I'm sorry. But, okay. but I, I, have, me with it. I have to say, like, in defense of my, of my stance here, it's like, the reason that I'm not excited for this is because you spent, you know, I, I want to say it was eight seasons, an eight season run. It may have been nine. You spent eight or nine seasons building up this world and then you crushed it. Now we're supposed to give a fuck about what happens after that. Like, yeah. like the, the, the proper with conclu- the shittiest teaser trailer that has ever been shot yeah, in the history yeah, of yeah, mankind. Like, the, the conclusion we wanted to see has already been blown. It's like, it's like, it's like the way back to Game of Thrones. Everyone that you really gave a fuck about all those relationships that we spent seasons building are done. But you guys want to see what happens to Bran the Broken now? We'll give you like eight episodes of Bran the Broken. He's going to, spoiler, he's going to sit in a chair and stare at the fucking wall like he is Hodor. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, there's no, it's, it's, they scorch the earth, bro. If you're going to, if you're going to fix it, redo it. Yeah. Uh, like, like, Michael C. Hall is still a honey. He's uh, a babe. Yeah. Uh, I, I forget the name of the actress who plays Deb. I should know it. Like, most. Uh. Eyes too I know close, who you're talking Sarah. about. 
I think her name is. Eyes too close to Terry. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, no. It's Christine something, I think. Um, uh, but the thing is, like, most of them have aged very well. With the exception of, like, probably Batista, who always looked like just a, a, a bag of loose hair, right? Like someone swept up a barber shop and then put a fedora on it. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's not good. Um, I don't know, man. It's, there's, there's so many great characters they, spo- see, they spent seasons building up and they're just, they're not going to be a part of this. So what's the point? You know, like, like how, how much of this is going to be spent introducing new characters we're supposed to care about so that the conclusion has like something, you know what I mean? Like, like something to be like a yeah. big twist and it's, it's wasted airtime because no, everyone we cared about and loved on that show, he left in Miami or is, is no longer with us because they passed away. Yeah. So it's, it's pointless. Sorry. Fair. All right. No, no, no. Well, you're, you're good. I, I thought that you were going to have a lot to say on it because we've touched on Dexter for some reason or another before. Yeah. And I know that you had very specific and strong feelings about how the show ended. So yeah. that's what I expected. And uh, like I said, we kept a lower roster of, uh, of topics this week. So, hey, you're just eating up time over there with the complaints and I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're helping you're helping us in multiple ways. Um, OK, so Dexter revival trailer. The next up is the next shot across the bow in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we, we really have two. Or across the Marvel. back, maybe, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fat Tony always finishes on the back. So. Uh, That's where he puts it. Uh, he, le- he, le- really... he leaves it on the back, sir. Yeah, please. <laughs> Fat Tony say... always leaves it on the back. Okay. Let, let me just let me just say that the only reason that I liked this trailer is that it reminded me. <laughs> You're picturing Jello coming on someone's back. Yeah, aren't no, you? nobody's gonna think that's it's funny but us, but that's what makes it so funny. We know, like, we'd be like, what? It's, it's actually quite disgusting. Yeah. It's so gross. Uh, <laughs> fuck, you really derailed me there. <laughs> Terry always leaves it on the back. Uh, that's where he comes, boys. I'm just, I'm just picturing, like, someone um, squeezing one of those Heinz mayo. <laughs> On like a pork butt. His body's just like his arms are gyrating the entire time. Yeah, he's just like a flailing inflatable yeah. tube man. No. Like when he gets, I don't want it. When he gets close, he doesn't have to touch it. It just does it on its own. <laughs> <laughs> remember like when they remember the super soakers, like the, the super soaker two thousand where like you have to like wear a fucking shoulder strap <laughs> to carry the thing around? <laughs> Imagine if somebody mixed mayonnaise and water in one of those and just hose down a bunch of girls at a car wash. You know, they're minding their own business. They're just Raising money for their cheerleading squad or their softball team or something. Here comes Fat. Here comes Fat Tony. Do you think? Do you think when Fat Tony leaves it on the back, he also gets a little in his own hair? <laughs> oh, gross! Please, please, just please fall talk right about out, the Eternals. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't the grease mean it just it just fell right out though? He wouldn't even have to wash it. He's like, it's not like every porn video where it's like, oh no, it's in my hair. It's like it's like it's like yeah, I don't worry about shoot. it. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work itself out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, there Fat are really Tony two. Leaves the grease in. Sorry, please. <laughs> as far as I as far as I know, there are really two uh, big Marvel movies coming out at the end of this year. There's Mar- the Eternals, which comes out November fifth, and then there is Spider Man uh, No Way Home coming comes out December seventeenth, which we haven't gotten a trailer for. But but given that we've gotten this one now in May, I would imagine we'll probably get Spider Man within a month or so. Actually, you're the time you're forgetting Black Widow. 
Yeah, it's very incredible. <laughs> oh no! Can you? Um, I might. I don't how know how much work forget? it would be. I don't know how much work it would be to Photoshop tape over the middle of your glasses while you did that, but I might try. Oh, I can just break them. Um, <laughs> <to> break them? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't break. Uh, the Eternals, starring Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, um, really kind of a you know larger than life cast for a movie like this, but yeah. c- considering the topic, looks so incredibly fucking boring and and stupid and things that don't make look. The trailer came out. Some of it looks kind of neat. They have a cool soundtrack behind it. It's this old 50 song, uh, The End of the World. But they kind of twist it a bit in the trailer. It looks kind of neat. But there's a there's one big, big problem in the trailer for me. And it's and they say they literally spell it out for you in the middle of the trailer. They're kind of showing how they're called the Eternals. So spoiler, they've been here since, I don't know, the dawn of man or the early days of man. And because the, the Eternals were created by the Celestials. Uh, big fuck off for the, the nowhere. The big head in space that was the celestial head. They are these. I don't know how he died, but they're they're these living forces. Probably Galactus of the universe. retcon. Pro, pro, probably, probably, probably. So <laughs> in this trailer, they go, "We helped them. We guided them. We helped them accomplish wonders." And that shows them like literally putting water on the ground to water crops and giving them tools. And they, uh, you know, the accomplished wonders thing feels like a weird shot at like Man of Steel because. I don't know. I don't know if anybody else felt that or just me as a DC fuckboy, but like I don't know what the uh, fu- what's his name? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Russell Crowe <laughs> tells him in the first movie and in I think the Justice League Snyder Cut, he's like, yeah. yeah, you will help them accomplish wonders. Uh they Yeah, but that but like that, that but that's such a generic thing. You know what I mean? Like that's Alright, well whatever. Listen, hey, this is where my brain goes. Anyway, uh It's like saying everyone who can then, fly is inspired by Superman. Hang on, don't fuck. Well, he was literally the first superhero, so I guess he uh, was the reason that the other. Then I then I guess Superman was bite off the Wright brothers style, huh? <laughs> oh no! Look at that face. <laughs> you sure you haven't impregnated anybody? Because you are gearing up the dad jokes there for something. <laughs> I mean, they're not puns. They're it, not puns. So I, is I, it like I don't Osmo- think so. Is, is it like Derek's about to be a dad? Like so, by I don't know, like uh, osmosis. <laughs> Or something. Yeah, What's it's like an infectious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all going to be just the baby's going to come. We're all going to be spitting dad jokes like hot fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the quality uh, of the podcast is about to go down. Significantly. The, the, the question is, the, the question is, are we all going to smoke cigars and drink scotch after your, your son is born? I mean, I'm already doing half of that right now. I don't like cigars. So. I, don't, I don't like cigars, but I feel like we should smoke a cigar and just and just. I'm actually just, uh, drinking an 18 year right now. Mm. Mm. From mm, from mm. Veronica, just oh, you weren't good. kidding. She she's giving you a send off. Yeah, she spoiled the fuck out of me this weekend. Yeah, That's, she's ooh. just wonderful. Nice. Um. So what was my point? Right. So they go. We help them. We guided them. We help them accomplish wonders. And then the trailer says, "But we never interfered." All right. I'm glad you brought like, that up. I thought I the same like, thing. It's like, wait, it's like literally in the same minute you could you contradicted you literally yourself. Just said you guided humanity throughout the ages in subtle ways, but you never interfered. Like, go fuck yourself. No, maybe they, maybe uh, they met like in military. You know what I mean? Like throughout the course of our natural history, like our nat. I'm, try- I'm trying. I'm trying. To- I'm trying to give him some wiggle room on that. <laughs> I appreciate you trying to help make sense. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to be the. I'm no trying sense. to be the hopeless optimist because right now you're a salty little butthole. <laughs> it's like you've been at the Jersey Shore all day swimming in. The- <laughs> It feels like they're saying, like, nope, we'll, nope. we'll create a river to run right through your city, but if any of the bad guys are beating you up, then don't come to us. That's your problem. Uh-oh. It's just not helpful at all. Yeah. I mean, are you guys both on the same page? Like, fuck this movie? 
I, I, I'm actually 50, 50. I am. Yeah. I'm kind of 50, 50. I hate, I'm at this point. I realized upon watching this trailer and these costumes are not even that bad. They're not even as bad as say Jupiter's legacy. Generic as hell, but they look terrible. And I realized that I just hate superhero costumes now. Like I just hate them. I think they all look bad, but like the premise of the movie itself, I'm not mad at, like it could be interesting if they elect to do interesting things with it. But this is also like a teaser, so I don't really it didn't give you too much. Yeah. So like, but no, I'm actually not fuck this movie. I'm just not okay. like, oh, I can't wait either. I'm kind of like halfway, I guess. I mean, it's literally so. I mean. Yeah, there was a movie called uh, Old Guard on Netflix. I don't know if either of you saw it with Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a kind of a sleeper success for them. It was kind of under the radar. And then I heard everyone talking about it. And my wife and I wa- sat down and watched it the other day. And. Um, I don't want to spoil anything for you in case you decide to watch it because it was actually good. What's, what's and I it called? Recommend it. Old Guard. Old Guard. The old guard. Yeah. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, it's actually pretty pretty decent. It, um, it's not going to blow your mind, but it, it surprised us. Um, but the the plot is that she has lived for a long time um, without spoiling anything about the story, and I think the idea of people of, of following a story like this could be pulled off very in a very grandiose and epic fashion. Over the ages, it looks like even I know it's a trailer, but it looks like some of them have fallen in love with humans along the way and therefore have had to deal with losing them. Uh, it's always been one of those good, um, in my opinion, good you know, uh, plot devices when you're dealing with someone who can't die, um, dealing with the mortality of humans. I, I, it could be epic and crazy. Um, there's some weird Captain America references in here that I yeah. uh, have both caught myself and seen pointed out, and I'm not sure... I kind of got the feeling that they had something to do with the emergence of Steve Rogers in some weird way. Cause like, hmm. I don't know. I don't want to get into too much crazy theory crafting so early, but like, I, I know I want uh, they were like, who's going to lead the Avengers now that Iron Man and Steve Rogers. Well, they called him Captain Rogers specifically. Yeah. And it, it, that kind of triggered in my head. Like it felt like they, I don't know. I've, the Erskine kept saying like, they didn't know how he made his formula. Like no one else could do it. And he just made it. And then it was never like, yeah. no one could figure it out for a yeah. while. And it felt like I don't know. It felt, it felt like they might have had something to do with like the the Are you okay? the appearance of them. What did you do? Oh, oh, good, good. Is it baby time? It might be baby time. No, I doubt it. Scott, how do you feel about the uh, trailer? Is he kidding? I feel like he's kicking or moving. What do you want to guess what his name is? Sorry, sorry, Ron. Cut no, no, no it's okay. And I had to. Oh shit! Is it yeah. okay? She's bleeding profusely. Like she's probably gonna bleed out, but we have to finish the episode. Wait, so. wait what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. She's because fine. She cut. She, she just. Cut her she arm. just cut her arm. We're just making sure she's uh, okay. We, we, we thought it, we yeah. thought it might be baby time. No, it's yeah. not baby time. My boss like pulled me into an office on Friday and was like, "Tell Veronica she can't have this kid next week. We really need you." I was like, "Oh, wait, are you fucking my best? Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> she was kidding. She oh, okay, was kidding, but yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd have been like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bring that bitch. You let me know where she. <laughs> I'll probably, yeah, okay, yeah, let's move on parks. from that. I, I will, I will, um, I will, I will take a trip to the Ren Fair. I know it's off season, but I'm pretty sure the flails are still in season. <laughs> I'll buy the biggest mace I can. Yeah, it sounds like evidence to be used in a future le- uh, legal case. No, no, yeah, it does. no. When you, when you kill someone with a metal weapon, you just gotta melt it down when you're done. <laughs> That's oh, why you just fair. kill him with an icicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of us have access. Just throw it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Done. All of us have access to a forge. Yeah. Well, so. that, that's why you need, you need, a, you need like a good sword or an axe, and you you 
kill him, right? And then you, you just take a... <laughs> Take a butine. First, first you gotta kill him. Yeah, mm. I like the yeah. They take a butine. You take a, a but, uh, like you take like a, a welding torch to it. And just you know, singe right. all the parts that were in somebody, and you're good. <laughs> That's how I treat my penis after sex. Uh, and then you gotta yeah. kill him. Yeah, I just like your description of the kill. Uh, Scott, how'd you feel about the trailer? Uh, I'm hope I'm 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 very optimistic about it. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like honestly, I, I just want to see something new. I want to see something I haven't seen before. Same thing with like. Like uh, Shang Chi, like I'm just excited to see a new part of the MCU, something like new lore. Yeah, I, I hope they don't retcon anything in a way that like does a disservice to what's already come about. Because I love all three of the Captain America movies. I know, I know you're not. No, we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah. I, I know. I know Derek's not crazy about uh, Chris Evans. I, as, I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, but your your eye your eye said it all. You had that <laughs> smug look on yeah. your face. I think the Captain America movies are some of the best in the MCU. Whether you like him as a character or not, the Russo brothers are fantastic directors. Civil War was a masterpiece as an action movie. It was. It's a fucking. It's it's better than any other action movie that's come out, with the exception of like Endgame. I think in the last. I actually Civil War's been soured for <sighs> me a bit over the sense, over the years. It just hurts. Um, but anyway, continue about your Eternals breakdown. Okay. Well, the whole the whole point is I just want to see something new. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Most most of. Uh, let's be honest here. Like, like I'm not really excited for an Ant Man sequel. The first one was fun. I love Paul Rudd, but even Paul Rudd could barely carry the second one. Uh, yeah, but that name is selling it for you, right? Quantum Mania yeah, is really yeah, getting your yeah. engines. Yeah. Really, really yeah. stoked How to see. You not be excited? Really stoked to see Kang the Conqueror in in physical form. Even though I don't give a fuck about that character. Um, I don't know, man. If it feels to me like like most of the MCU already shot its load with Thanos. Like, if Endgame was the end of it, I would have been okay with that as of right now. Like, honestly. It should right. have been like reboot continuity at least. At least say it's at least say it's rebooted. Like do something weird at the end well, of Endgame. The thing is, and just start it over. The thing is, I understand. Like, like have Kevin Feige go on with Sony to make more Spider-Man movies as like an executive producer. Have like a majority of creative control because Feige has done more for Spider-Man than Sony has done on their own. I think. I think having oh, having uh, right true. right like like at that point like give Spider-Man Spider because Spider-Man is the only property now. Like we, I mean, let's be honest. Like. We lost Chadwick, so the future of Black Panther, like it can be, it, it can be an homage, but it's not going to be the same. It's there's like I, I understand the need to, that they, they want to do something that feels going to carry on the legacy because it is important to have that character represented, even if it's another person playing the part in the larger scale of the MCU. But we lost. He was such a solid character. Yeah, too. he was fucking. He was fantastic. He was. Um, I mean, we lost Chadwick. We retired Tony. We retired. Uh, Chris Evans as Captain America and everything we've gotten since Endgame with the exception of Spider-Man Far From Home has felt like a disjointed mess it felt like there was no point to any of it I know they both have been Disney Plus series with the exception of Spider-Man Far From Home but there's I mean I have a feeling that some of it has felt as disjointed as it has because things got so knocked around with the pandemic I mean don't get get me wrong because of the fact I think I think it's the opposite of their intention, but because of the fact that some of their properties are now on Disney Plus, yeah. as opposed to just being movies, yeah. it makes these things feel like you're off in your own little world for such a long time, and then there's just some kind of small tangential ties to those other things, and it's like, why does it even matter? Like, just let it be its own thing at yeah. that point. I'm almost getting back to that point where I'm like, fuck it, just keep it in its own little like alternate universe or some shit. Like, yeah. uh, anyway, I, uh, you know, I mean, like, I digress again. Well, no, I mean, like we see, like we saw what what Netflix did with their own little Marvel, you know, 
Fuck. universe. Charlie Cox is so good. Dude, yeah, yeah. Dare, Daredevil was fucking incredible. I, 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 Baby I, boy. I also enjoyed Punisher. Um, I've been going on, on forever, but at, at, at this point, man, like, it just feels like something new. Like, see, like, if they were to reboot the MCU, starting with the Eternals, like, starting with the cosmic and starting with the rights to the, pro- the properties of the X-Men and all that and having everything on the table from the start would be the right, right way to do it. Because, like, any way they introduce all these things now, it feels like like a half-assed afterthought. If these guys have been here from the beginning, why wouldn't why, yep. why wouldn't you start at the beginning? You know what I mean? And like you're you're saying the thing I was saving up. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with you. Yeah, but because like like end game again should be should have been the end. Like like it's done. But now now you can show yeah. us. Now I was you, hoping it would be, and then we're like, oh, phase 49. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's <laughs> exhausting at it's, this point. It's just it was a per I, it was a perfect I, ending to that reality. If they want to go, if they if they want to go into the multiverse, well, it was an ending. I'm sorry. Please continue. You didn't like the cat picks up up the Molnir. So, I hated it. Yeah. So 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 anything you say is null and void. I'm sorry. I I don't yeah, think it is. I don't think no, we've already gone over this. I, we, let's not rehash. Yeah. We don't we don't need to yeah. rehash. I'm stopping it right now. Making an executive decision. All right. Um. But between the Eternals and Shang Chi, and this is the point I was going to uh, bring up that Scott, you know, more or less gave the essence of. Um. I I'm more excited for Shang Chi, and I'm more excited for Shang Chi because it's a new character we don't know a lot about his background this is in a post end game world it's it's just fresh territory i'm i'm so sick of the it's been here the whole time thing and i I can't this is like and this is like the most egregious example of it's been here the whole time because they're literally the fucking eternals and it's like they're they would have showed up to help against Thanos, like I know that question is so it's like tired at this point because it keeps getting asked every time something happens but it's like where the fuck where are you? You said you're protecting humanity, and the half of the world got fucking blaked out of existence. Half of the half to- of the the known universe. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna come give some bullshit reason in this movie. I know it, or some throwaway line about why they weren't around. And I just I don't fucking want to hear yo, it. To be honest yo, with you, what if they? I just want new shit. What if? What if? The majority of this movie takes place before everything we've seen before, and they all get fucking. They, they, they all get rogued one. What if they all die? What if they all get murdered? That's what I think is going to happen. I think that there's going to be like a, a disagreement amongst them where some people feel like they should be getting involved in stuff that's important. Kind of what's being set up in Jupiter's legacy, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, where some people are saying like, well, the humans should be left to their own devices and we we, we put, you know, push them in the right direction. And now we, we just hang them. back and do nothing. And the other half are saying like, no, like we should be out there protecting them and eliminating threats. Um I think if they went that direction, this, this is what I mean. This is why I'm like 50-50 on it. If they went that direction, that I would be cool with. There wasn't a whole lot of action in this trailer. It was just a lot of a lot of like uh, uh, talking and sort of like disagreements and stuff like that. Like that's interesting to me to have basically like a progenitor species who are kind of like not our gods, but you know what I mean? Like they, they sort of lifted us up out of uh, living in mud huts and shit. Um, you know, have differences of opinion. I think that could be really interesting. Uh, if it's just typical, like you said, they just sat there the whole time in their high chairs and watched Thanos destroy half of everything. That's boring. That's stupid. That's just bad writing. Like, why? They got to be dead. You. So they they probably all killed each other. That's what I'm thinking. That would be interesting. That would be fun. So we'll see. Me, yeah, if it's if it's some kind of like like uh, mini condensed like I don't want to say Game of Thrones, but like this this like a cast of kings and and shit like that where it's all these people with all these powers and they disagree and they have this kind of internal struggle and it to Derek's point 
that's conveyed in some of the shots where it's like some people think they should get involved and some people think they should stay the fuck out of it. Um, I don't know. It could be good. I just, like I said, the whole like they've been here the whole time thing. It's just really tiresome at this point. And like, this is just yeah. the worst, the most egregious example. And of it that. just makes you ask questions. Like even with Steve Rogers going back in time, it's like nine 11 happened. And you were just like, mm. like you didn't do anything. You just sat yeah. there and let, I'm just saying Steve Rogers let nine 11 happen. <laughs> In Vienna, he did. Okay. Oh, no. He also could have went back in time and killed Hitler and prevented his entire, right? Yeah, but he didn't. He's but, a, but, 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 if he, but if he killed Hitler and there was no reason for him to fight Nazis, would he ever become a superhero? Yeah, what, so what, it's all what, about what, self-preservation because he's a piece of shit. Would he basically himself? Would he just be like scrawny Steve Rogers forever and never get no Pusai? <laughs> uh, look, look, we're not saying on this podcast that Steve Rogers is a piece of shit for letting nine no, eleven happen. One of us but we are saying we are we're saying that, the hard uh, he was, we, we are saying that he was in the Twin Towers on nine ten no, and called a pizza no, shop and, and specifically no, and specifically no. ordered two large planes and you know. He, oh no! <laughs> wow! 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 Holy shit! It's been long. Was enough. there a pizza? Yeah, was there a pizza shop in 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 either of the towers? I mean, there had to be a Sparrows, right? Yeah. They're fucking everywhere in New yeah. York. <laughs> Somebody Google that so we can find out if, if that joke's not only horrific, but also accurate. <laughs> I don't think I want to know the Was answers. there a Sparrows in the Twin Towers before the attacks? As opposed to after the Google's attacks. Google's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they might Fre- have Freedom one Tower up. 1 ha- definitely has a Sparrows in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the main sponsors of the build. Oh no! Oh, no. Anyway, boys. Oh no! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Episode thirty-one: Two large planes. Um, oh, that's, 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 that's gotta be it! Holy shit! It's pretty good. I, I feel like that's the one. Oh, no. no one will even get it until they get to this horrific right, joke. Right. Uh, that's what right, makes cool. it so good. Down. You gotta spell it like as if uh, it's a pizza, though. You can't let them know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because if you spell it like if you spell it like Nurem, they're gonna know what's up. <laughs> gotta be. It's gotta be num num. Two right. large planes. Gotcha. Perfect. Okay. Uh, we're ready to hop into our main topics. That means uh, pee pee time. Yeah. I'm gonna go grab more claws. Buddy. Oh shit! Because there ain't no laws. Uh-uh. I'm running on fumes, boys. I've been I've been working. Well, I worked 12 hours before we started this. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. You're a crazy, crazy boy. Well, that's what you can do when you get, uh, you know, 10 hours of sleep a night. That's why I'm pulled out, gang boys. <laughs> all right, go get your clothes. Um, all right, boys, thanks for listening to us so far in The Cynical Nerd. I noticed Scott kept his headset on so he could listen to me sneakily and all the things that I say about him. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Cynical Nerd. You can find us on Twitter. Once again, got the handle back, boys, at The Cynical Nerd. I'm so happy. It's so much simpler. You can ask us a question on Twitter. Uh, with the hashtag AskTCN, you can tell us we were wrong, post a correction, uh, or just tell us you don't like us with the hashtag FuckTCN. You can also email us. And I checked. We don't have any more emails. Slightly disappointed. Questions at TheCynicalNerd.com. Um, you can pick up the RSS feed if you want from the website to put in your favorite podcasting app, or you can check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Who the fuck uses iHeartRadio? I've made that joke before. Doesn't matter. Still holds water. Who uses that shit? I'm out of things to say. I need Scott to come back. I don't have any shit to talk about. Wait. Um, 
We still don't know the name of Derek's soon-to-be-born baby boy, bouncing baby boy. I'm guessing they're going to name him Aragorn. You might be thinking to yourself, who would name their kid after a Lord of the Rings character? Well, I happen to know Derek fairly well at this point, and uh, I think he would. I wouldn't put it past him. I, I don't think he would go with Frodo, right? You need like a major character. Gandalf's too old. You don't want to put that kind of weight. That's like naming your kid Beatrice. Like you, like you name them like the old person name. It just feels weird, right? So you don't do that. It's got you, and it wouldn't be Gimli, right? You want to curse him with it. it Legolas is fine. Legolas. Uh, Aragorn's fine. Got it. That's all you really want. I mean, you don't want to bore him here. The guy's kind of a cunt. You know what I mean. I've had a Lord of the Rings people that I can name, so I'm just, just going to have to go back to shilling all over again. It's like a, I, a repeat button. I can't, I put, oh, thank God. I, I put my headphones back on when you were saying Boromir's a cunt. I was like, um, <laughs> when, let's, let's let him put his headphones on. Yeah. I don't even want to So I put my entire call. fist. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, please. What were you about to no, say? No, uh, how far up to the forearm did you get? Uh, about, uh, almost bow deep. <laughs> bow deep. Yeah, bow I don't deep. know why I love right. that phrase like, so much, but I it was like I was trying to help yeah. a horse give birth. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> uh, Derek, would you? You're like, there's no time for the gloves. I'm going in. <laughs> would you say that Boromir is a cunt, Derek, or would you say that's blasphemy? I would say that that's blasphemy. Would you like to tell Chris why okay. that's blasphemy? Yeah, because he was just he just represented mankind. There was greed, but deep down, far in. There was goodness. That's the whole point. He, he was representative of humanity, of man as we know it. We do awful things uh, in the name of self-gain, but ultimately we pull through. The wee ones! We do... <laughs> and we do the right thing. Boromir did nothing um, wrong. I feel... <laughs> oh, no. He was no more like tempted than anyone else. Gandalf wouldn't even touch the fucking ring because he knew that he was going to want it for himself, so he never even touched it. I, that's what she said. I feel like uh, you just proved the point that I made while you boys were uh, getting stuff, and you don't have to figure out what I mean by that uh, when you listen back. Yeah, I went, yeah. I, I went out of range, and I couldn't hear you for like a good minute of that, and I came back in at, at the most controversial part, I believe. <laughs> oh, Con so yeah. Controversial part. Controversial. Um, God damn it. <laughs> meet you, meet you. We have a couple main topics today. As I said earlier, we have uh, things we've all seen, things some of us have seen, uh, things one of us have seen. I don't know. There's no more ways to put this. Yeah. So first and foremost, I had mentioned Ford V Ferrari. Wouldn't knock this out of the way pretty quickly. I think I know what Derek's thoughts are on this. Uh, I had mentioned Ford versus Ferrari, which is Matt Damon, Christian Bale, based on a real life uh, story about when Ford decided they needed to beat the ass of Porsche to save their sales. Basically, it's really just a story about corporations. <laughs> Sounds fun. I I like the movie though, and much in the same way that I I can really get into a good like uh, boxing or sports film, even though I don't really care about those things. But if they're acted very well, they can be uplifting. I guess is the right word or or uh, or interesting. Um, this is kind of had the same feeling for me. I, I I don't give a shit about cars or racing. I never have. I, I probably never will. But I the movie was just it was just a good movie to me. I just I really liked it. I think Christian Bale again, despite our our personal opinions on him. I think he's a fantastic actor. I think uh, Matt Damon does a good job. I think a lot of the supporting cast does a good job. Um, what's the guy's name? 
guy who plays Shane in Walking Dead. He'll forever be known as the guy who plays uh, Shane in John Dead. And John Bernthal, I think. Yeah, and also Frank Castle. He's in this movie. Not that much, but he's good when he's in it. Um, and I, I just really liked, I like the story. There's a lot of cool story beats to it uh, that are interesting. And then, uh, you know, ultimately, as most of these things do, they end on kind of a sad boy note. But because Derek has seen it, Derek, how would you, you feel about Ford v. Ferrari? Uh, so I don't care about cars at all or racing. Like, I, right, like I literally page. don't. Like, every time, like, a guy thinks that because I'm a guy, he's like, yeah, I put a new uh, I-277Z oh, on my uh, converter. I'm like, dude, I have no fucking idea what you're talking <laughs> about. I don't care about any of that shit, which is why I didn't care about this movie. Like, I didn't care. I, I never cared to watch it. It had been recommended me, recommended to me by a couple people over the years. I know it had won an Oscar for, I think, like sound editing or something. Uh, the last year before they took Didn't that, that. Um, before they took that category out of the Oscars entirely. Um, <clears throat> that being said, I put it on one night. I watched the first twenty minutes, and I thought I'm not going to be into this. Like this isn't going to be a good movie. Um, and then I forced myself to watch the rest because I wanted to have something to say about it on the show. And it turns out. I actually really fucking loved this movie. I mean, I hey. loved this movie. Hey. I have to, not really, like, I have to give it to you. Like, in fairness, I, I would have never in my life put this movie on. And clearly, the first 20 minutes didn't grab me, so even if I did, I would have stopped then. So if I didn't have some driving force behind, like, oh, I want to make sure I have, you know, things to say about it on the podcast, I never would have finished it. And that would have <laughs> been a shame, because it really is a good movie. Um, the characters are all really great. Uh, there is this sense of sort of uh, corporatism versus the individual, uh, uh, like uh, driving force. Like basically, they put Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, in, in charge Matt of this Dean. team to uh, to beat Ferrari, and he knows what to do. Like, oh, that's he knows... the that's the episode image. Hang on, I gotta write it down. Matt Damon, as <laughs> Matt a Damon as a demon. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, he he knows how to win this race. He knows how to beat Ferrari. He knows cars. He knows the right people to put in the right places. And Ford, uh, Henry Ford II, just wants to stop him. He wants to bring in these corporate people overseeing him, overseers of the overseers. It's very like... They think uh, they know best, you know? Yeah. It's like the the individual will versus corporatism, I think, was a huge underlying theme of the the movie, which which they they, uh, did very well. Um, Christian Bale was like excellent in this movie. Like excellent, excellent. Matt Damon was good, but Christian Bale was like beyond... He was just incredible. And we were talking earlier about how they, they'll show the person that the actor was sort of emulating at right. the end, a real life picture. And he really did capture all of his like mannerisms so well. Um, That's what he's good at. It's like capturing the little things that people do. Very, very that good That makes at that. you who you are. Yeah. And so the one thing that this movie did so well that uh, I love when movies do this well is that they um, uh, the editing and the cinematography basically non-verbally communicates what happens. I, I, I didn't know anything about racing, but like right. without actually having like an exposition thing, where as Scott said a couple episodes ago, Woody Allen just stops and turns towards the camera and explains everything. Like <laughs> I understood more about racing than I ever had before. And basically like when you have the, like the straightaways uh, and you're coming up on a term where you have to like downshift to like save your brakes from overheating and right. to like if you're in basically like this chicken race with another guy, like who's going to cut who off, who has to slam on the brakes so that they don't cause like a wipeout. They did all this without explaining anything like none of it was really like, here's what you have to do with this turn. Just with the edits and with the cinematography, they made that all like very, very clear. And I just love when they can communicate non-verbally like that. And this movie did that like to an expert A1 degree. 
Um, that's kind of all I have to say about it. It was really good. And I mean, really, really good. Like, I'd give it like an 8.5 out of 10. And again, I never would have watched this movie. Never. If I didn't I have feel- some like fire under my ass to do so. Uh, and it was just, it was good. It was a great movie. That's it. It makes me very excited. Yeah. I feel like I'm happy at least one of you watched it. Yeah, um, I would rather yeah, I can live- see that you're like your your chub is like just like rising. You're like tucking it under your belt. So that it yeah, like yeah, it's it's a little uncomfortable beard. now because yeah. I you know I'm like shit. Well, I can't I can't rub one out while we're recording, but I really want to. <laughs> I would rather live stream a colonoscopy on Twitch than watch this movie. <laughs> you should do that can, though. Can, can you? Yeah, probably not. What are we pulling out? I mean, it's a me- it's a medical procedure. Like I think I think if it's if the camera's inside your butthole, you can do that. You can't show the actual outside beam. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Do it. Yeah, I'll do, do it. it. Like I'll perform that. I'll get the mm-hmm. snake yeah, but you, in there. Mm-hmm. You got to leave a surprise in there for the viewers to guess what it is. Like yeah. just like a, a random action figure or something. You know, lube it up. What? It in there. <laughs> so we just blur. So we just blur your butthole until the camera gets. Yeah, in there. yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. It's free reign. Mm-hmm. We're good to go. So it just it looks like you're looking at a galaxy map, but it's flesh colored, and there's a little <laughs> black center of the universe. It's all blurred out. I can't really tell. <laughs> We're diving in. I'm telling you. What do you, think, you know, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think the inside yeah. of a sphincter looks like, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was the outside. Look at your little black pinhole butthole. <laughs> okay. And uh, we're yeah. zooming in, and all of a sudden, yeah, we're assuming there's blurred. a lot of hair. It doesn't match yeah. your head hair. It's very black. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that you watched it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I thought it was a good film, obviously, or I wouldn't have asked. It was. Uh, good. I wouldn't have mentioned it at all. Um, it would again. It was just one of those films that I saw, and I thought I didn't expect to like this as much as I did. And uh, Scott, since you're not going to watch it, um, it's a little bit of a bittersweet ending. So because of the whole corporatism thing, oh, Ford actually oh. fucks him out of the. Oh, Chris, I don't game. care. No, that's fine. I'm gonna say anyway. Uh, just for the really, it's for the listeners. But if you haven't seen it, I'm uh, spoiling it. So go fuck yourself too. Uh, Ford fucks him out of the. Uh, we can say anything we want right now. <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're free reign. We are free reign right now. What do you want to say? Uh, Scott said that one time he shit into his own hands and there was no sink around, so he just <laughs> rubbed it in so nobody could tell. Hot. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> I uh, yeah, it's a true story. Oh, okay. The, All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear exactly what he said though too. Like Derek has such a, <laughs> Derek has like such a distinct, a distinct bassy voice that like even holding the headphones where I'm not trying not to hear them, I still hear every syllable, the enunciation <laughs> perfectly. Anyway, bittersweet ending. Uh, we'll move on. Um, Scott, thoughts on Spiral from the Book of Saul. So this is the Scott show because neither Derek nor I have seen it. Uh, how do you guys feel about Chris Rock? Are you a fan of his or- of like his early stand up, like bigger and black? I like his stand up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I like his stand up. Yeah. Uh, well, then you would absolutely love this movie because 90 percent of it, 90 percent of the dialogue is Chris Rock doing what Chris Rock does best. He's oh, he, no, no, I'm serious. Like it, it, not in a bad way. The dialogue didn't feel forced. It didn't feel unnatural, but it's just him being him. He plays he plays a cop, obviously, he plays a detective. Uh, and he's targeted by a jigsaw copycat. You know, uh, there's a lot of dirty cops in his precinct. There was a um, there was a thing they did like a, uh, they called it. I think it was Section nine. They called it in the movie. Uh, but, okay. but essentially the cops, because there was such a high volume of crime in the city, the cops had free reign. And there were cops doing terrible things, uh, you know, like things that, that clearly crossed the line and broke the law themselves. 
in an attempt to clean up the streets. So this jigsaw copycat is uh, targeting crooked cops, like you know people who lied on the stands, like per- people who committed perjury, people who uh, committed murder in cold blood. And uh, if you're a fan of the saw traps, you're probably not going to like this one as much. There's a few cool like kill gags in it. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, I saw the twist coming about 40 minutes before it happened, but I didn't give a fuck. I enjoyed this so much. This is the best saw since the first saw. And I, really? I, I know that's not saying much. Wow. I know that's not saying much. I know that's not saying much. Because that was I, I the only good one, it, yeah, and the yeah, rest were bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I honestly just didn't expect it because I looked up some of the reviews and they weren't good. I mean, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's great, but if you're a fan of Chris Rock, <laughs> if, if you're a fan of Chris Rock, you're gonna dig the dialogue, the kills. I mean, it's, it's. It's, it's, it's lazy saw, but it's funny saw. <laughs> it's entertaining. Saw it's saw where you actually connect and care about the characters more than any other saws ever given you reason to because it's Samuel L. Jackson and Chris Rock. I was gonna say, how about Sammy J? Do you connect with him? Because I have a physical inability to connect. With uh, him I mean, anyway. Samuel L. Jackson, like he's funny in this. Like it's it's it it's it's a horror comedy to me. I laughed more than I was cringing. At, 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 Does he at, say motherfucker? <laughs> Uh, he says he, say? he says the N word a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, there, there may have been a motherfucker in there, but but it. But what what I'll say is like, and spoiler warning for the listeners: if you haven't seen Spiral yet and you want to, let's say fast forward five minutes in the podcast. But how like how do you even have spoilers, right? Like you know you know there's gonna be a big twist, a big reveal. Uh, essentially. Uh, can, can I just kind of break it all down for you guys? Can I, can we, I don't. No, I, don't I was care. gonna say like you can totally, yeah. you can just open gonna, up. I, yeah. Okay. I think Derek and I, I thought we had mentioned it earlier, but if we hadn't, I don't care if you spoil it okay. for me. And yeah, honestly, I'm kind of, I want to know what it is because I heard it was the most all right, like the, guessable. The, thing the, in the, the movie world. opens with uh, a cop chasing a perp down in the sewers with like a purse snatcher. Uh, he wakes up, he or he gets a jump from behind, wakes up, and he's literally hanging. Uh, and I have suspicions that this movie is supposed to take place in Philly, but they couldn't say it takes place in Philly because of how many cops they kill. But you see the Philadelphia, <laughs> you see the Philadelphia skyline. They refer to the police department as the Metro Police the entire time. But it's a oh. it's a fucking Philly movie, boys. You see you, <laughs> you see the Philadelphia skyline. You see City Hall and Broad Street clear as day on a few of the right. long shots they do. Um, and they even say that this cop woke up on the L train, the L train line. Oh shit! With his tongue in a vice, standing on a teetering on a, on a step stool, right? And the tape tells him he he, he lied under oath. He he, he uh, committed perjury and had innocent people incarcerated. He falsified evidence and did all this stuff. Uh, so his option is either to jump off the stool and rip his tongue out at the fucking root, boys. At the root, like we're talking, like we're talking undead, no lower jaw, wow, classic. Uh. Or to let the L train run him over. Uh, Spoiler alert, this motherfucker doesn't have the balls until the train's coming, and he gets liquefied. Uh, this guy was one of the few people that was friends with Chris Rock still, Chris Rock's character, whose name I don't remember, so Derek's gonna have something to say about that, but it, he's Chris Rock. When you're, when, you're, when you're Chris Rock, you're Chris fucking Rock, I'm sorry. Like, I enjoyed him, but he... Yeah, no, that's fair, yeah, that's fair. I, 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 I enjoyed him so much, that. but he played himself in this the entire time. Uh, he, he, he gets a new, a new uh, rookie cop to take under his wing, uh, which is again one of the biggest cliches in any. For, from from seven to maniac cop one and two, 
it's the same fucking thing in every yeah yeah let me show you the ropes it's not as yeah. idealistic yeah. as they make it seem in the academy i will i will say though that, that this movie had at least four n words less than training day at least four less oh okay yeah all right oh, uh well, fair enough, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. under okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh and no no king kong speeches which was kind of disappointing but um he takes this new this new uh you know top of his class out of the academy under his wing and their first their first call is to go look at this this dead cop who got his tongue ripped out and this is a, a good friend of chris rocks um chris rocks backstory in this movie is very complicated uh he he was his old partner uh basically killed a witness and said the witness pulled a gun on him tried to plant a gun on this guy because the guy had seen a cop doing something that was incriminating and because of solidarity, the whole movie plays right. very well as an allegory for police brutality uh, and, for, yeah. and for how corrupt the system is. So see that through the eyes of a black detective and to see his father, who was a, a black police chief, Samuel L. Jackson, who also helped orchestrate it all. Uh, it, mm -hmm. You could tell that it was written with meaning. You could tell that Chris Rock really like what makes this movie good to me is what it has to say. I don't know if you can, you can't, you can't call it politically. It's, it's not a political statement. It's a statement about humanity and about racism. Uh, it's, yeah. and it's, it's brilliantly executed in that right to the very final scene where Samuel Jackson is hung up like a fucking puppet being bled dry. And Chris rock runs in to save him. And, uh, you know, he has to either shoot the killer who I won't reveal the killer is. He has to either kill the killer who's someone he knows, or he has to shoot the target to get, let his father down. So he chooses to shoot the target. Meanwhile, the killer has called into the cops what's going on and uh you know like there's a SWAT team coming to like rescue uh Samuel L. Jackson's character but it's it's a dark room and they have lights on him from behind so these guys barge into the door and at what oh, and when they, and when they do when they do it starts to trap up again so this so Samuel L. Jackson who had been cut free from his puppet strings now they're kicking back in and he's getting mm -hmm. he gets wound up and he has, he's he gets forced to stand up and he gets forced to lift his arm, which you don't realize until the, they show the shot, that there's a fucking sawed-off shotgun in his hand. And these white cops kill a black police chief who looks like an armed black man. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and the final scene is Chris Rock watching that happen as the killer escapes via elevator. It's like, like for all of its faults, for how, for how regurgitated the kills are, for how tired the series is, this is the first Saw movie that I felt had something to say since the first one and again, again the first one wasn't a great political statement it was more about just like you know like the like how much we don't value our own lives until they're on the line right like it, it was very it's very right. very one-dimensional but you see the the heroin addict in the first one where she has to cut the, the the man who's like uh doped up with heroin open to get a key out take the mask off her head because like you know like she like it, it i don't know man yeah it's, it's just it was it, it was very predictable, but it didn't make the final scene. It didn't make the visual visuals of the final scene any less impactful. Uh, Chris Rock was yeah. so enjoyable in this. Samuel L. Jackson was as enjoyable as he can be for someone who doesn't like Samuel L. Jackson. And as somebody who <laughs> who's indifferent to Samuel L. Jackson about 90% of the time, unless it's Die Hard with a Vengeance, because that motherfucker slaps in that. Oh, God, he's great. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. He yeah. Really That's does. Before he became Samuel L. Jackson, though. Zeus, you know I mean? motherfucker! Yeah, yeah. sorry. The, the thing is, like, I, like, I, I don't have a problem with Sammy J, and I absolutely loved him in this. He's not in it a lot, Derek. You can get through it. Um, <clears throat> You'll make it. Yeah, you'll make it, but, but like... All right, if you say so. <laughs> yeah, um, but from start to finish, it's, it's just, it tears our... Uh, 
like our, our system apart, basically. Like everything, everything it shows examples of corruption that you know happen every day in every major city in the country. And it's kind of torture porn in a way that gives people who have been victimized by that penance or not penance, but like, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to feel bad for the people in the traps. Like in other movies, right, it was more right. of a gray area here and there. Cause not all, yeah. the, not all of them had been murderers. Some of them had just fucked up their own lives. Right. Like the girl who was a cutter and she was stuck in the, the giant barbed wire room. The first one that much better with the gray areas. And then after that, the Saul movies kind of jumped the shark because the traps became more repetitive. And the people became right. more bad. Or it became it became torture porn, like uh, like hostile, where you weren't rooting for them. Right. You had no reason to root for them. They weren't like morally gray people who had yeah. messed up their own lives. They had right. horrifically affected other people. And you want and you're like fuck you. Yeah, you should die. You you hit and ran somebody who was a father of four. Like now you're gonna get all your arms twisted off like a fucking Stretch Armstrong. Um, yeah, but it, I, I would I would give it a big recommend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll watch That's, it for sure. Yeah, if we can ever. Uh, Get that up on the Plex, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, uh, we, we are have... flagrant and blatant in our copyright infringement on the Cynical Nerd yeah. podcast. Yeah, hundred percent. No shame. Welcome, Welcome to the Cynical Nerd. Uh, we have two video games to talk about that I think you wouldn't are, steal are an avocado, me. would you? <laughs> that I think are mostly me and Derek. Although I know Scott's going to give some thoughts on the Mass Effect, at least the first one, if not the series as a whole. So, I'm sorry. Before we um, get too far away, Scott, you know that commercial where it's like you wouldn't download a car, and it's like if I. Could. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you would steal an avocado. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I mean, you already stole it from the migrant workers who made four cents to. Yeah, yeah four cents an hour. If I was super hungry yeah. and I didn't have any money, I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what, if you ever see somebody stealing food, don't say a fucking word. Don't yeah. don't be a snitch. Someone's stealing food. You're probably hungry. Yeah, I mean, unless it's like four take five bars, because who's eating that much chocolate at once for sustenance? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, yeah. go steal some carrots. Somebody whose diabetes is going to take them out on their own. You don't need to interfere. Like they'll, <laughs> they'll get what's coming. Oh, is that <laughs> is that the same as like a suicide pact? Like I've lived too long. I'm, I'm, death I'm, by if, candy. If you see somebody stealing like five take five bars, like that's I mean that's take twenty five, man. Like they don't got long. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I'm telling yeah, you, the dad jokes are rubbing that. off, bro. That was the dad joke extraordinaire right there. Oh, five take fives is take 20. Again, <laughs> again, I haven't said a single pun yet, so I'm, I'm good. Yeah, that's fair. That's now, fair for now. Um, OK, so Mass Effect Legendary Edition, we, we've internally had discussions about how we should touch more on video games that come out because we all like those things very much. Uh, surprise, most of us stream. Um, Derek up until recently. So yeah. Mass Effect Legendary Edition came out, which is literally a remaster of the first uh, three games, the original trilogy. No, there's no, they didn't do additional work. Uh, in fact, I think there was a couple articles about some of the hilarious bugs that were in the originals were still present, but they did, did a couple polish up items on Mass Effect 1 to make the UI less unbearable. Otherwise left all the other unbearable items in it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we just give general thoughts. I mean, as a whole, I, I'm right now about halfway through Mass Effect 2. Um, obviously, no story spoilers. Mass Effect 1, still pretty hard to get through. I mean, as much as they improved the UI, uh, there's still a lot of... That's still a perfect example of a, a very nascent early stage of a trilogy where they, they had a lot of big ideas and weren't... There was no one there it felt like to go, mm, why don't you tame that back a bit? Uh, that's a bit of a pain in the ass for people to deal with. So... A lot of the pain points of Mass Effect 1 are still pain points in the in the remaster. As much as the UI has made it what I would deem playable, if you're new to the franchise, you're probably not going to want to touch it. Uh, 2 so far has been a, just been a joy, though. Love it. 
that that that's also on the back of me earlier saying there's way too many crew members. There is hundred percent on the back. And not only you mean we're fat Tony yeah. finished. We're, we're exactly. We're, we're fat, fat Tony, Tony leaves it yeah. right where fat Tony leaves it uh, is where. It, no, but they, so they had there's like oh, there's like there's fucking 13, 12, 13 crew members and two. That's too many. Each one that of them seems ha- like too many. Like a, each one of them has like a loyalty mission to do to make sure. How, that you're like how long the, are these loyalty missions, though? Is it like multiple uh, tiers? Here, here's the thing with no, they're usually just like one 20 to 30 minute mission okay. per. Right, but so, it, there, there's a lot of characters to do. And all of the quests and side quests in two are all like none of them are like, go here and collect four hides. No, they're all very monster. involved. They're okay. very good. They're which very is both good and good. bad. My role, in this like a, ton of, my role in this is to yeah. ask all the dumb questions because I know nothing. Jon Snow. So it's so, fine. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> there we go again. You're right. I might. I might have gotten someone pregnant. I hope not. <laughs> Here, here's here's what. I, here's my. All right, and it's only fair for me to say that I played all of one, and I'm about. I don't know. A quarter of the way through two, maybe a third of the way through two. Uh, one is inexcusably a fucking terrible game. It's an awful game, and it was irresponsible of Bioware to just like make the graphics better. And make the UI a little better and just release it like with all the same bad shitty thing. Like the auto cover system is just embarrassing. Dude, oh, it's I got really bad. so frustrated so many times that I almost was like, I'm just going to watch a video on this. Like, I'm just going to download a save file that has all the decisions because it's so bad. It's a fucking terrible game. It's a great story. An A1 awesome story trapped in a jail of a fucking just just poorly made game. That's a great now, like analogy. every great franchise has its stinker. And so Mass Effect just got theirs out with the first one, yeah, which is almost we'll a good thing. <laughs> it came out of the gameplay in the brown note. Yeah. It turned and it turned into a symphony. Exactly. It really did, though. Here's a the symphony. Thing. Of so I, start, I, I, fi- <laughs> I finished the first one and I'm like, let me just start two and just to get it started. You well, know, I know like, what you're going to say. And it's literally like just like a breath of fresh air. Like you've just been strangled for fucking 10 hours straight and then they just let go and you just breathe in just this beautiful oxygen rich air it's such a fucking great game it's so, so fucking well made and they learned from every mistake that they could have learned from from mass effect one they did they improved yeah. on everything everything imaginable. i would agree it's uh, such a fucking good game Two examples to to give Scott to really show you like the differences is that in the first one you've played a little bit of it right so you, the character uh, screens were th- you a lot points 30, them. 30 hours Third, that's okay that's quite a bit yeah. so the character screens were you a lot points to them there's like I don't know eight or nine fucking traits in two there's like four it's and simplified. the point yeah. the Good point move. system is the the first rank is one point the second rank is two points the third rank is three points. If there's only four ranks of each move, and then when you get to the end of a, a skill, you get to specialize it into one of two options. It's kind of a neat system. It's way less complicated. Um, in two, there's no massive amounts of gun collecting. You don't have yeah. to go clear out your inventory. You unlock new types of guns that operate slightly differently and just get to choose the model you want to use, um, which is way fucking better. And I would say uh, the other one that is really like the coup de gras of improvements over the first one is the first one combat is incredibly monotonous for a couple reasons auto cover is shit but once you get to a certain point it's also just kind of easy because everything just dies it's just you just pew pew until it's gone you never have to use your partner's abilities you never have to touch them really on normal mode at all and two they introduce armor and they introduce shields and different weapon types work better against those two things so it forces you to yeah, 
it forces you to switch weapons a lot, depending on if they have armor or shields. And it forces you to use your other characters' abilities because I'm a Vanguard. I only have biotic and shotgun, so it's good against like armor and health. I can't really do a lot against shields um, except for the weapon that I have. So I use my partner's abilities who are really good at shields on cooldown to deal with it. And it makes combat way more involved and way more engrossing and just better by leaps and bounds. And it makes two like, yeah. and three, it's three, so the much combat more str- is even better. It's so much more strategic. That's what I was going to say. Like, with it's one, it's like you just, you just show up and you just shoot shit. You have everybody has like 12 abilities. Two is just it's all just concentrated. It's streamlined. And so it's very like you said, like and you get somewhat of a briefing for each mission you go on. And so like the one mission I'm doing now, which is one of the DLC missions, which are obviously all lumped in with the legendary edition is all synthetic. Like I knew going in that it's all robots we're going to be fighting. So I picked engineer, which is uh, all tech, which is strong against synth- synthetic. So I brought to other synthetic people. I knew we were all going to be fighting robots. So like Russian that makes us yeah. in a high, but it's just like, I kept the same team throughout all of one. I did Garrus and um, Rex uh, just cause I put out the most damage, but like in two, did, I keep did you, changing it Did you it kill Rex? No, I saved him. No. Oh, good, good, good job. I saved my honey bear. Yeah. Um, Somebody pointed out that he's arguably kind of a piece of shit in one. And I was like, that's true. But for some reason, I just love him. And I couldn't let him die. He's just he's such a smart ass. Like, how could you not? I think it's because we're from New England. I think that's what does it. But um, (laughs) but uh, no, it's really it's yeah, Yeah, it's it's, like you hack into shit. And the, the thing that I love about, too, is you have this like you have like the research stuff where like you unlock research projects, but you need a scientist on your ship first. So as soon as you get him. It's like, do you want a stronger assault weapon? Okay, cool. You just have to put the research points into it. Uh, do you want uh, new armor based on some new alien species that you encountered? Well, if you happen to like grab it while you were on their planet, you can now put it into your research thing. And, and you know, as long as you have the resources, you can go do it. Oh, well, I don't have the resources. No big deal. Go to a planet and start mining for resources. You don't even have to land on there like you did in the first one. You just like scan the planet, send probes. The probes come back with those resources. It's like, it's just such a fucking good game. And it's amazing to me. That, again, Mass Effect 1, the storyline is great. It's like, it's so good. But it's just, it's stuck in this fucking cage of just a terrible gameplay. Like, the gameplay is bad. There's no excusing it. Yeah. And then 2 and 3 are just like cornerstones of every subcategory that they employ. Like, sci-fi, RPG, shooter. Like they do all of it so well. It's just, again, every series has its stinker. Yeah. Mass Effect, it was the first one. And then two and three are just fucking masterpieces. Granted, I haven't gotten to three on on Legendary Edition yet, but oh my God, two is just, it's like leaving an abusive relationship and just just meeting a honey. Just a sweetie pie. It's such a fucking good game. Uh, I'm having a blast with it. It's amazing. Three combat's really fun, and they the biotic abilities shine really well in three. I think they oh, yeah. did a little bit of I'm a little bit adept. of an overhaul. I'm doing adept in three for sure. Um, but you know that's really all we have to say about it. Yeah. Um, we we also wanted to talk about Bio Mutant, uh, which I, which again I think Derek and I put a little bit of time into. Uh, I don't I don't have a lot to say about it. I don't want to dwell on it very long. I. Mm, I read something today that they were going to be putting a patch out to address some of the community feedback. And until they do that, I probably won't touch it again. Uh, the combat's fun enough. Mm-hmm. Kind of ratchet and clank 
meets Breath of the Wild meets uh, Devil May Cry a little bit, right? The gunplay yeah. feels kind of Devil May Cry. It's yeah, it's weird. Oh, that's Scott. real weird. Um, it, this, it, the world it looks is, like Nick's is, furry admin fucking simulator. It's basically, well, it what is, it is. Yeah. It is also they that though. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, the world is weird, and and I gotta say, it's 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 oddly like both very creative and new, and also not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like they tell you about the four. I made a really dumb dad joke when I was streaming it, which is that they tell you about the there's like these four huge world bosses you got to kill, which is kind of like Breath of the Wild type stuff, but they're all called something puff. It was like this is the Mork Puff. I'm not kidding, yeah. and I was like, okay, this is weird because it feels like it's geared towards kids, but it's clearly not. Uh, and then at the end, I was like, "What's next?" The Hufflepuff. <laughs> so you're all welcome for that dad joke. Yeah, uh, thing you ever said. So here's here's my biggest gripe, and it's it's people either like this about the game or they hate it, and I and I think Derek are firmly on the side of can't fucking stand it, which is that there's a narrator in the game. It's fine. You can turn down the frequency by by which he says shit about the world around you. Uh, that's not a huge issue. My issue is the dialogue because it's an RPG. There's a lot of world building, conversational stuff. And the way it works is that you, you start a conversation with another weird looking fucking critter and they'll say something in a, in a language that you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Beeps and bloops and, you know, you literally can't understand what they it's say. A, it's a, it's and then, the then narrator- some well-educated English bloke comes in and translates the whole thing for you. Like he's for David Attenborough, line. but he's not. He's not David Attenborough. Not even for every close. line. That's, and, that's yeah. like that, and the- that fucking like that Breath of the Wild bullshit that I fucking hated. Like you have this in, this giant expanse of world, but you can't have a single voice actor that can, like what? They do. I, I they wouldn't do, even though, care. Cutscenes they do, but but I wouldn't. It's fair. I yeah. I wouldn't even care because essentially, right? It doubles the length of every conversation because you oh have to God. hear the animal make yeah. the thing, and then you have to hear him translate it line by fucking dialogue is line. forever. If yeah. if they would if they didn't just like mute the weird animal noise in the background and let him just fucking talk that'd be better but they don't let you do that and i gotta be honest i think the world building thinks it's more clever than it is because the concepts are not hard to follow and it feels like they keep hammering you with the same and i'm like i fucking get it the tree of life please stop telling me 30 times in conversation because i'm skipping through all of it already and yeah, i'm not even four too. hours in. i watched you and skip through so much conversation that night I- i'm not going back i can't i can't go back until they fix it um I just read something today. I meant to send it to you guys where they, they said like they're, they saw the community feedback. They're going to put a patch out that addresses narrator stuff that addresses combat tweaks. I actually like the combat. The combat's Me pretty too. fun. Yeah. Uh, but holy fuck. I, I can't, I can't talk to another character in that game until it's rectified. And if it's not, I'll never touch it again. And that's my, the entirety of my thoughts on it. Is that interesting enough? Unbearable to play right now for me. It looks awful. I- I, I thought it looks great. That's what I was going to I like I, everything leading up to it. I thought it looks really, really good. Um, I know that they had like a, a review moratorium on it, which is always a bad sign. Like always. usually when you know you have a good game, you release it to journos like a week or two early because then they sing its praises and everybody buys it. So sometimes you have people who don't release it until a day or two before or even worse until after the game has come out, yeah. which means they know they have a stinker and they don't want to discourage people from buying it. Yeah. Or at um, the very least, right? Best case scenario is that they're not sure if not it's sure. a good game yeah. or not. And that's even that's bad, right? No so confidence. like leading up, like when they didn't have any journalists like talking about it, I was like, oh, this isn't a good thing. And I think like the day before it released, they had people 
And I read a couple that were like middling and, and, you know, low highs, like nothing, nothing good though. And I went, okay. But, um, upon playing it, like, I'll say this, first of all, it has this quality to it. That's like, wow has for me, which I like, which is just like walking around and it's raining and you're going through all this terrain and there's like loot for you to pick up. And the world looks really cool. Enemies. Yeah. The world is so well done. And even like just the charm of it is there for me. Like, I love that you're this furry critter, right? And anytime you come across a new waypoint, which is your, your fast travel points, you piss on it. You like mark your territory. That's like a part. I, I, I just weird. love that shit, though. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, That's it's pretty funny. funny. Like, it's a, it's, it's a good little detail to add to it. Um, the combat is not great, but it's good enough for me. Like, I don't mind it. It's it's it's, it's got enough components to it that it can be if you it keep does. expanding upon it, you're like, OK, cool. Yeah, yeah, there's the gun, there's the up close melee, there's your special ability. And there's you have gonna combos, be... and then you have right, like the right. ultimate combo thing or whatever it's called. Um, all that is great. The storyline, I can already tell, is not good. But um, <laughs> the world is interesting enough that I, I care about it. But I, I, your main complaint is also my main complaint, is that like instead of having... All right, this is not a, a huge studio. The only thing that this studio has ever... The biggest thing they've done is the definitive edition for Darksiders 2, which is which was a remaster. I mean, the, the game was already made. They just touched up on it. That's the biggest thing that they're known before this is. And then they did uh, Darksiders 1 as well. But uh, so this is their first big like IP that they've done themselves. So there's it's not going to be perfect, frankly. Um, but the the not like giving voice actors to each person that you're talking to and just having that English guy. Like, exactly. You listen to their whole, like, gibberish, like, and then the English guy, like, translates. It's like, oh, my God. And some of those dialogue things take, like, 10 minutes, and nothing interesting is being said. Like, you're not learning anything new that's really, like, whoa. Right. You you get it from the beginning. Humans fucking left uh, uh, nuclear waste. And then they fucked off. They get off the planet. Like the, you, you get it from the first hour of gameplay. Yeah, this, like there's nothing else this, to really. This know. felt like Banjo Kazooie to me when I like everything I've watched. I, and I've I've watched Chris stream and I've also watched a bunch of like videos. I knew I wasn't gonna play it. I knew I was gonna spend money on yeah. it. But I feel like I had to have some shit to talk because I knew I was gonna have some shit to talk. Yeah. Uh, I watched. I watched your mother die, Chris. And oh, sad, sad. No, no, it wasn't because it was like because it was so limp dicked. Oh, she like I know. he could have fucking he could have swam down and grabbed her. She was like ten feet away. Yeah, I was bitching. And he was about just like, oh, yeah, it, it's the it's the fucking Rose and Jack shit all over again. Like, well, he wouldn't have frozen if he would have like moved the fuck over on the door, bitch. Like, it's just it's so <laughs> it's so like artificially like it feels like it was just I don't know, man. If it, it feels disingenuous, like I thought the combat looked fun, everything I've seen, but the story seems like it's it's just not there like there's there's nothing there's 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 this beautiful world that you exist in uh the combat looks fluid i have again i haven't got my hands on it myself personally i watched a bunch of people playing it i watched a bunch of videos i watched conan o'brien even play it for christ's sake uh and it looks like the combat's really fun but like what's the point if you're not invested in the world whatsoever yeah you know i think there's there's so many games to do combat well but it's again for me for like Breath of the Wild. I wasn't invested in the world in that either. It didn't even be a reason to fucking care. And I love Zelda. Yeah. But it's, it's I will say though, I am invested in the world. Like not like I don't care what happens to the world, but, but it's beautiful and different enough that I'm like, all right, yeah. I don't, it has that like like I said that wow factor where you could just walk around and do dumb shit. Like you just feel like you're doing kind of like uh like uh 
busy work almost. Uh, but there's something like the grind, like like is releasing endorphins. That's how I feel about this game. Like okay. I don't mind going from town to town, like looting and grabbing. Sh- I don't know. That's the only value it has to me. Though. My thing is, if it was on Game Pass, I would play it. You know I mean, yeah. like, like that—that's totally. Oh, fair, don't yeah. spend sixty dollars on it. Do not. No, spend no, I wouldn't. No, <laughs> both you and listeners d- wait until this drops by fifty percent in price in like three and a half weeks. Just wait. Yeah, that, that's happen. a that's a great point to make. I, I I played it for free because of a buddy of mine. Uh, I go by his Twitter handle. It's uh, or not Twitter handle. His um Twitch handle, which is Three Gamers Basement or Evil Element. Uh, a real life friend of mine who was nice enough to go, Hey, I saw, I saw you were talking about streaming it. Like you want to do a, like a, a steam library share so you can play my copy. And I said, fuck yes. Cause I was not going to spend $60 on it just based off of the reviews that came out ahead of time. I was like, yeah, okay. It sounds like it's got some problems, yeah. but also, but also um, like, so. like why, like I also like, I feel like the characters models are really fucking weak too, though. If I'm being honest, they're weird. Like, like why? Why was why was your mother's head just green, but the rest of her was a normal color? Like, was her head in the toxic waste? Did she get waterboarded yeah, at some point? Know. Like, it's just, it's like, it, it to me, it just it looks like somebody just threw like like a Jackson Pollock splatter on a squirrel for like ninety percent of these characters. They all look like nonsensical. And the thing is, like, I love the the Volpira. Like, I think like it it doesn't it doesn't take a lot to make a tiny little woodland creature type character relatable and likable because they're fucking cute. Yeah. And somehow these characters all made me have like, a, like an instinctive, like cringe when I looked at them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, yeah. you, you get to customize your own character to the ends of the earth. So you don't have to make them have stupid, weird fucking discolorations everywhere. But a lot of the NPCs I saw, and a lot of the, like the characters I saw in cutscenes, just looked ridiculous. It looked like somebody had like somebody had like started a Skyrim character, not edited it at all. Like they didn't give a fuck how these <laughs> characters looked. You should care how <laughs> integral parts of the story, like if, if your mother's death is supposed to be a big part of your character's building, like of who your character is emotionally, why does she look silly willy? I don't, I don't fucking get it. I don't fucking get no, it. I, I, know what you, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. I was, was really struggling. It took me to, out like, of it. My character looks so unbadass that it's like disconcerting to my brain. Like there's still a, a meathead part of my brain where I'm like, my character should look cool all the time. Uh, and yeah, I agree. But I don't. I don't have anything else to say about it. I don't know if there's any parting parting thoughts before we get into our last topic much of the day. Um, although I will say, because you brought up Volpera, which is a fox-looking uh, species from World of Warcraft, my Volpera's name was Roger Ailes, and he had a snake named Tucker Carlson, and I was very proud of that. Mine's name was Feet Picks, and I love it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> feet, that, that's still the best name ever. Feet, so feet picks is uh, feet picks is, is VIP. No, no question. Yeah, yeah. No questions about. <laughs> I remember when you told us it was feet picks, and we we're like, "What the fuck?" I made him a rogue too, so he's really like sneaky and weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right, feet picks the little hair rogue. All right, so last topic of the day is going to be uh, the Modoc show, which we all have actually watched the entire ten episode. No run is on. No. No. Just two for me. What? I don't know. I didn't mean we've all seen the whole thing. Oh, I mean, oh okay. We've all okay. seen some of it. Um, that's all on Hulu now if you want to go check it out. Um, and I think I had, I don't know if I mentioned this before or not, but Seth Seth Green, obviously, we knew that it was inspired by Robot Chicken. Turns out he's an executive producer. So <laughs> it makes uh, kind of a lot of sense. I yeah. have very specific thoughts about this show, and I don't want to blow my load prematurely. Um, like I go first a lot. So I'm going to make Derek go first and ask how he feels about the show. Uh, I'd love to blow my load on this show. I'd love to. Uh, I'm glad I'm given this platform to 
Just talking about my thoughts. Uh, I'm going to put it like this, though. I'm going to do just like a three, four second um, sort of example of what my face looked like for the entirety of episodes one and two. All right, ready? It's going to be three, (laughs) two, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was bad. It was really not a funny show at all. Like, there was nothing good about it. I, I wanted to like it. I feel like they what they did is they pulled like a uh, the uh, Lego Star Wars holiday special thing where they put all the funny bits oh, in the trailer. That's a good comparison. Yeah, like all the funny bits were in that, and then like you're used to those funny bits. So when they happen, they're like, oh yeah, that was in the trailer, but like nothing new actually happens. Granted, I only watched the first two, and I I actually do want to watch more to see. I thought that there was some stuff with episode two that was pretty emotional with like his wife you know i was like all right i should probably give this at least another episode or two but man the show is not funny man it is not a funny show whatsoever it's like robot chicken except it's just there's just no laughter there's no emotion that's what it is yeah it's like seth green put his name on it but he didn't show up for work oh my god yeah uh scott how'd you feel about it i'll go go lasties here i'll do lasties it hurts me to say that I, I really didn't like something that Patton Oswalt has done. Because okay. up until this point, with the exception of King of Queens, I've loved everything that Patton Oswalt has done. But let's be fair, though. King of Queens is real bad, though, right? Leah, I mean, Leah, Leah Remini is an absolute jewel of a human being, now that she's not part of the Church of Scientology, but Kevin James just can't stop farting and falling down. Can't. Who wants to watch that, right? Uh, but this, this show was completely joyless. Like I, I laughed at the Iron Man thing where he was like watching the great British bake off. Yeah. But it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a hard laugh. It was like a, huh, yeah, I know that. Like, oh my God. I, that's what was, the most it got out of me was one of the, the nasal exhales. Like, <laughs> that's it. That's all like, I got. Like, I, I, I appreciated the, the references like to the greater MCU, like, or the greater just Marvel universe in general, not even the MCU. Uh, but it's just, I don't know, man. They're doing this whole, like, grumble thing that, that they, they, they did with Parks and Rec in Season 7, where, like, this company buys them out. It's just, it feels like it's something I've seen on TV 20 times in the last 10 years. Yeah. And it's like, you have, you do, you have serious VA talent on the show. Like, you do. Patton Oswalt is not a bad voice actor. No, not but at all. But it's just like, no, no, but it's, but it's just like, and again, I, I've, 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 I've kind of watched the whole series, but like I've only paid attention to the first two, and the rest were like background noise. Cause I I kind of checked out. Yeah. Um, I, I'm on this. I'm in the same boat. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna give episodes three and four another shot. I feel like it deserves that because Patton deserves our respect. Uh, he is an omnipotent creator, ninety percent of the time, ten percent of the time being King of Queens with Kevin James yeah, and Remedy. We don't like that. Uh, but. Yeah, but but he he could now be he could now be uh eight for ten though right or well I guess no it would be eighty five percent eighty five or eighty eighty seven point five I'm not I'm not sure on the math if you count the specials individually it gets real complicated right they had like that that Comedy Central half hour he did they had another half hour he did it was just on YouTube it's the mess uh, I'm a big fan of Patton Oswalt and I want better for him in this show yeah. Um, it's really what it comes down to. Like, I mean, his voice acting isn't the issue, though. It's no, no, it's, no, 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 no. I, I feel like his voice writing. acting deserves just not deserves funny. better writing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I don't. So first off, uh, we got to ring the bell because all three of us agree on something. Um, and we know hey. that we always point it out when we hey, same page. 
I don't want to discourage either of the two of you from watching the rest of it because I did not. I did not loathe my time watching it. However, uh, the way you two described it is the way I feel about the series as a whole. Um, there are a, I never got above a <laughs> um, throughout most of the series. Uh, it's it's you know what it is. It's like it's surprising to me. Robot Chicken's funny, right? But Robot Chicken is literally a gag show. They go from one sketch like a setup and some ridiculous thing happens to the next and it's like blah 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 blah. this show is like what if we take that style and try to put a story behind it and i think it fails fucking miserably doing it um i think that's the biggest problem with the show is that they try to make you care about him getting his family back and like grumble which i didn't even put together with the parks and rec uh, uh you know kind of similarities but that's true um and i like halfway through i was like i just I I don't care about any of this. I just want funny things to happen because I expected the show to be really fucking funny. And it was, it just wasn't, I just, it is fine. There, like I said, there's some funny, there's some little things here and there, but overall, not great. Can I, can I break it down for you? Can I I tell you what's going on here? This is a a stop motion sitcom. It is. Okay. Pretty good. Can you, ma- can you imagine, can you imagine watching friends with the laugh tracks? If you can't, it's on YouTube. It's not fucking funny when people aren't telling you, you should be laughing. It's crazy. you ever watched the big, have you ever watched the big bang theory? All the people, again, to quote Chuck Palahniuk, everyone you hear laughing on TV is dead. Those are all laugh tracks over from the forties. Think about it. Those people probably wouldn't have even laughed if they were alive still. Like, like those geriatrics <laughs> wouldn't find the big bang theory or big bang theory or, or the Connors or, Modoc funny because they're not sitcoms aren't funny sitcom if sitcoms were funny they wouldn't have to put laugh tracks to tell you what parts are good and what parts aren't what right. parts are serious uh it's just and th- that's the thing man like like you said robot chicken was very quick it was it was rapid fire yeah even the theme even the themed episodes you get like 20 bits or 30 bits in a of random 20, scenarios yeah yeah in, in a 25 sometimes these cut to a robot fucking a trash can you'd be like <laughs> all right that's he's really giving it Really, really pile drive that thing. <laughs> you that just, yeah, yeah, but it's just it's not it it doesn't work long format like this. And I don't think this has ever been attempted before, with the exception of like Action League Now, and we can all agree oh, what a throwback. We we can all agree Action League Now was not fucking funny. <laughs> like it's Kablam wasn't funny. I, I couldn't answer that Whoa, because it's bud. been so long since I've watched Kablam it. Kablam was geared towards kids. It's hard to you can't judge it on the same scale. If they yeah, were allowed yeah, to tell yeah, no, fart no. and come so, on, on so, so was all that. But if you go back and watch all that, you'd have to be a fucking waterhead to laugh at PRS Cargo. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, but when you watched it as a kid, it was funny. I, oh. I used to love all that when I was a kid. Well, I, I'm glad that your brain filled out and all that fluid's gone, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it was never it was never a good show. Like like they they put they put that that that, that fucking homophobic guy who's friends with the talented guy from Drake and Josh. Yeah. They, used to just get, they used to just give him a guitar and he'd be like, I'm Kyle. And he would just do he would just like shitty Wayne's World. And like, if you were a kid who hadn't seen SNL, maybe it was passable. But if you had seen SNL, you're like, I know that this is the shitty version of the good thing that I've seen when I see. Yeah, but, well, if SNL is the good thing in this. Uh, SNL in the 90s was a good thing. Okay, SNL right, in the yeah, 90s yeah. was the good thing. Yeah, I got to give it to we're talking, that's, we're, that's true. Yeah, we're, talk, we're talking Wayne's World, Napper Man, and. And Chris Farley, oh man, Chris Farley, mm, we miss you, Chris. Mm, I miss that. If, big, if, delicious if, boy. if I if I could exchange my life for Chris Farley, just so you guys could have, could have enjoyed him for the last twenty years, I would do it. Well, I probably would. It's a, I, I wouldn't. It's I wouldn't a, trade it, you for Chris. Let's be it's real. A self, 
you watch you watch Black Sheep, you watch Tommy Boy. They're both pretty solid films, right? And then you watch Beverly Hills Ninja, and you realize that the trajectory of the rest of his career <laughs> was, was going to be, be the same fucking was going to be Chris Farley doing Chris Farley. Adam's- at slapstick comedy in just a, a myriad of different environments and it was going to win because Beverly Hills Ninja wears thin. Can you can you imagine Chris Farley being on King of Queens instead of Kevin James though? <laughs> oh, what if okay. Chris what if Chris Farley living cuz let's be honest Kevin James is Adam Sandler's less fat less talented friend yeah, right who true. like took Chris Farley's place kind of like I mean he didn't, <laughs> no. didn't take his place but he was like it's like it's like it's like you go you go to the supermarket. And they don't have razor It's Like I guess I'll buy oat brand. It's like the same thing, but it's the fucking generic Walmart brand or generic Target brand. Yeah. Kevin James is the generic cereal that helps you shit because you couldn't get the name brand. I hope Whereas that I Chris run Farley into Kevin I- James just somewhere, just in some <laughs> random place, so I can just like stone face look at him. Like if Chris Farley didn't die, your career would have went nowhere and just turn around and just walk out. But, but, but the thing is, the thing is like, that may be mean, but it's 100% accurate. It's so true. true. You just die at Chris Farley. Yeah. 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 Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I put it to you this way? Dead Chris Farley has made better movies than live Kevin James. (laughs) Okay. How's that? I I would rather watch Chris Farley's funeral or the, or that, you know, that sad song that Adam Sandler wrote about Chris Farley that he did on his SNL performance. Yeah. I'd rather watch that on a continuous loop. For the entire length of of Kevin James's entire like cin- cinematography, or cl- what, what would you call it? It's, uh, it's, uh, 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 F- uh filmology, filmography, yeah. filmography, filmography. Okay. filmography. Sure. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. One of us was gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Come on, bro. Don't tell me that movie wouldn't have been at least bearable if it was Chris Farley farting to fall down because he would have been like. Oh come on! You're like fucking like just losing his shit. But he he also probably would have like really been genuinely farting. He was a method actor. Um, I know a lot of it. I know like a he ton o- of he it. O- he always fell down for real though. Chris Farley yeah. always because fell he down was for always real. on coke and he was uncoordinated. Yeah. I was I was gonna say I know ninety percent of the, of the Does charm. Cocaine make you uncoordinated because I feel like he was always just he's just a big old rolling. No, I, I think like, it just makes you able to take those falls as a big guy yeah, and not Chris feel Yeah. Chris Chris Farley, you ever seen a beach ball that someone kicks at the beach and the wind catches it and moves the other way? Yeah. Chris Farley always moved like that beach ball. <laughs> and I respect it. <laughs> uh, like you think yeah. it's going one way and it just teeters the other way entirely. And I, I know that Co- Coke is like 90% responsible for the joy of it, but he was the most limber big guy I've ever seen. Like yeah. His sketches were just so animated. I fucking loved watching every second of it. I don't know how yeah. a conversation about Modoc turned into t- talking about Chris Farley, but we're really good at that. Here at the cynical nerd. Yeah, if you um, ever if you ever want to get it really sad, watch Chris Farley's last appearance on SNL, where he is just unbelievably high on coke, just like can't oh, even man. catch his breath. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Look, I'm genuinely saying, was this. It, was, was, if you was, was don't like want to be in a bad mood, don't watch it. It's really <laughs> hard to watch. It's was it's he terrible. on Weekend Update? Like, what, what was he doing? I remember he, he was just uh, no, he wasn't SNL. I'm sorry, he he was on Leno, and then he ended up uh. singing this song about being a comedian. And how he's just a clown, and he's just there to make everyone laugh, and nobody takes him oh, seriously. Oh, dude! No, I've seen that. Fu- and like I've three months it. later, he died. Oh, it's the fucking I've worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It, I've I've seen that. Is it worse than Jim Henson's funeral? <laughs> it might be. It might. I forgot we all watched that because yeah. that yeah. was like episode all, two. Yeah. Uh, we we, we, I, feel like, I feel like we I feel like we, I feel like we need to bring it back to more weird shit like that. Yeah, we need to get true. back to it's the heart true. and soul of TCN. Like we need to we need to challenge each other. To, to All right, let's watch like, Chris Farley's last appearance on Leno before next week. Let's watch it. How, 
how, how long was that? Can we watch it live for the pod and react? Oh boy! Can we, can we, can we, can we do a reaction video? Let's to look it? into it. Let's see. Let's see what. Let's see what we've okay. got. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So I mean, we we spoke all the important bits about Modoc. I think we're good to wrap her up here. Um, Eric, it's so good to have you back. Sincerely, good to be uh, back. Man. You know, again, not without going into details for the people, but you know, we were worried about you, so it's yeah. nice to, that you're back and happy and healthy, especially. Not because of the podcast, we don't matter. Because of the little baby boy you got coming yeah, next week. Yeah, tiny little baby boy. Yeah. That we're can, you, also... can, you, can you do the name reveal, Derek? Yeah. Oh, don't can put you, him on the spot. Can you tell us it's the baby boy's name? Chris Scott Ryle. Oh, shut uh, shut up. Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking tell you. You think I'm gonna wait a week before and they go? Yeah. What if you what if you named no. his son Chris Scott? Like one word, like the Chris Chris Scott. Chris Scott. I like I like Chris Scott. Chris Scoot. Scooter. Scooter. Just saying. Chris I'm just saying it's not too it's not too late. You know, you haven't signed the birth certificate. It's true. <laughs> could, be, could be like your next nicknames, Cree Scooter. Cree Scooter. Mm-hmm. Scooter Scooter Crease Ryle probably rolls. Sco- a Scooter Crease. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like yeah. Scooter Crease. Scooter Crease sounds like the villain in a like a karate kid knockoff. Like not even yeah. the actual film. It right. would be like a rollerblading movie, like a Disney Plus original. <laughs> like they Yeah. He'd be Nobody the out the scooter. Scoot. Like shins. that's what he says yeah. right before they take yeah. off. No one toots the scoot. <laughs> It's a help catchphrase. <laughs> it's like the Scooter McGavin, or the the Shooter Can't McGavin. Of the no, 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 S- Scooter McGavin. The, uh, yo, that's one hundred percent a Happy Madison production for Disney Plus. We're like Shooter McGavin's son, Scooter McGavin. Oh is yeah, like, is like is like the new badass Razor Scooter Pro, but of the inline skating world. He's terrorizing kids. Well, no, no, he he rides he rides around on a Razor Scooter and just hits them in the shins. Yeah, he's a piece yeah, of shit. not even himself. Them, he knows that he's perfected it. <laughs> Fucking asshole. All right, boys. Uh, Precision douchebaggery. <laughs> we're gonna. That's gonna wrap her up for this week. Quick, quick, quick question. Who do you think okay. lets Shooter McGavin come in them? What does his wife look like in this scenario? <laughs> Who is the mother of of Shooter McGavin's child? Is it is it the Mister Mister Lady? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jesus Christ! Know. With these like thirty year old callbacks, stop! You're aging all yeah. of us, Mister yeah, Mister. I was like, I was like three years old when that movie came out, and already. No, no, that's not, that's not true. I was like, I was like six. I was gonna say that doesn't and make I'll... sense because you're older than me, and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In his in his head, he was six. Okay. Right. Um. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. I sure, Mister Mystic. I feel like it's Mister Mystic. No. <laughs> I need a real answer, Chris. I need a cement <laughs> from from the Happy Madison verse. Who? Was impregnated by Shooter McGavin. Oh, uh, sucks to be you, nerd guy from Grandma's Boy. <laughs> yeah, but it has impregnated. That well, well, you don't know. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with um, uh, what's his love interest in in Waterboy? The, oh, Vicky Valcourt. Yeah, Vicky Valcourt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, v- Vicky Valcourt was definitely taking lots of loads. Yeah. Like she's got to be yeah. a mother of eight by she, now. Uh, one she, more for her right I, here. I would say yeah. I would put on on <laughs> the podcast that Vicky Valcourt would allow Shooter McGavin to give her a fat Tony. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if he gives her a fat Tony, she can't become right, right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, the, Mama Valcourt. It happened more but, than but, once. Yeah, question, when Vicky Valcourt becomes Mama, does she then become Mama, or is she just Mama? <laughs> M- M- Mama say shoot him again. Looks like Mama's fly. wrong again. <laughs> I was I almost blacked out. My vision just went blurry for a second because I laughed so hard, like instantaneously. I got spot. Not kidding. I got spots in the corner. 
Mama They so mad because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. Mama say Shu McGavin got the fast women's. I got I got a shit and you're gonna make me push it out on the stream. Derek, where can everybody find you at? Uh you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Gloom M D. That's D-R-G-L-O-O-M-M-D. Scott, how about you? Where can everybody find you? Uh, I'm Swirl. You could find me at twitch.tv backslash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good. Okay. Uh, are you gonna add, you can find him at Swearwolf. That's W E A R W O L F E. Boom. I got that shit. Wow. <laughs> You can find I, me. I, I, <laughs> you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN. Please. God damn it, Scott, you got me at TCN. Please. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna wrap up episode thirty-one. Two large planes, because I haven't forgotten. Two large planes. Can you imagine a world where where Chris Farley lived and Adam Sandler had a problem? <laughs> Uh, write us an email. Tell us about that world. Tell us about that alternate reality where yeah. things are lo- a little a little less tired than they are here. Uh, yeah, craft like a post-apocalyptic sort of setting wherein uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Chris Farley lived, but Adam Sandler died. Yeah, or, or, or maybe Norm Macdonald. Maybe, maybe Norm Macdonald became a, a a box office smash after yeah. Dirty Pork came out. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your dystopian uh, yeah. comedian. Tell us about. Yeah, tell us about your Tim Moto- Tim Meadows darkest timeline uh, <laughs> theories. Let's 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 just get it out there. Let's fucking there's a ladies' man trilogy, much like Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and a reminder: this one's going up normal time next week. She's probably going to go down early because of Baby Ryle popping into the scene. Baby Ryle, fourth, mm-hmm. fourth podcast host coming incoming. Uh, he's not going to say much for the first I don't know a couple years. Yeah, uh, but he'll be here. He's just going to scream like an asshole, but he'll be, he'll be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I think it's going to wrap us up, boys, and I'll see you next week. See you then. Later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh,